It's the one place in all of the internet where you'll find four guys talking pro wrestling way too seriously. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, Brandon Linton, and WWE superstar AJ Francis. This is Jobbing Out. What's up? What is up? What's up? What's up? Welcome in to episode number 129 of Jobbing Out. Uh, yeah, so, you, so you've got a guess, AJ? <laughs> is that what you're saying? Uh, let you, me think. You've got, you've got a guess. Brandon, you got a guess. Hang on. Oh, damn. I was hoping that I could catch Brandon. Trap him on that one. Um. Uh. You. Uh, you guys heard anything recently? Anything that uh, popped up on the internet uh, for any reason whatsoever? Anybody? Anybody? No. Yeah. Um, sometimes. Sometimes you gotta. Hero, the new G unit. Now, if it's one thing my nana taught me is that a hit dog will holler top dollar. Huh. Wait. Oh, y'all mad, huh? Talking down on top dollar, y'all down bad, huh? See, y'all done went and got your sneakers in a twist. Just, just a thing that I heard uh, on the internet the other day. Just a, just a thing. I didn't know if it was going to huh, come up during the course of this week's show. Uh, Glenn Clark, Brandon Linton, maybe Aaron will join us at some point. And, of course, the main event. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, sometimes you just got to let people know that... You're not the one to play with. Um, <laughs> I've heard I've heard this about Wu Tang Clan uh, at, yeah. at some point in my life. Wu Tang Clan ain't nothing just, to ever. Just with. like Wu Tang Clan would say, in the words of the immortal prophets, the Wu Tang Clan. Yes. Hit row ain't nothing to fuck with. <laughs> so, like oh. you can play these little these little high school games you want to play. And the craziest part to me about the whole situation is I wasn't talking to anybody in particular. But as I mentioned in the video, a hit dog will holla. And like I mentioned in the one of the tweets that really pissed them off is that <laughs> they'll t- they'll tell on themselves. Hmm. And, that's exact- and that's exactly what happened. And then they got told about themselves. It sounds like someone worked themselves into a shoot, brother. That's yeah, what it sounds it like sure to did. me. It <laughs> sounds like someone worked the be- the themselves. Best, the best part was that you weren't talking about the people that started responding. No, that's the <laughs> funniest part. And I wasn't talking about anyone in particular. That's the funniest part. I literally was making a Twitter joke. And then people got butthurt and then they feelings. I guess I didn't even know that they was wearing fake sneakers. I found that out afterwards. <laughs> so it was funny. I didn't even know that. You know, it was really funny, by the way. I got to tell you guys. I didn't so- even, that's the craziest part is that everybody's like, oh, he was dissident because, because they was wearing fake sneakers a couple months ago. I didn't even know that. <laughs> they told on themselves. I love this so much. So I was at a wedding, right? And, and before that, I was scrolling Twitter and I saw AJ. I think it was the day okay. before that. Oh, hang on. We got to talk about that. It happened to me Friday morning. This is the first time it's happened in my life this way. That the, you know how whenever we see like one of our fan, friends who, or one of the people that we know in our lives that's famous and they start trending and we have like our heart skip a beat? <laughs> I had that happen yeah. to me Friday morning <laughs> where I look down and see AJ trending and I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Well, for me, it was like I was I was 
on a wedding trip all weekend and whatever AJ, when did you tweet the original tweet? I don't even know. Like Thursday <laughs> night, maybe? Maybe. I literally don't even know. Maybe Thursday night. That's well, the funniest anyway. thing to me. It was so it was so innocuous, dude. It was yes. like Well, so was so was my so I saw what AJ said and I was like, oh ha ha, that's funny. I wonder who he's talking about. And then I saw other people saying stuff, and I thought there was something that had happened that AJ was commenting on. Like, I thought he was commenting like all these other people were. And then the more it went, I was like, wait, they're all talking about him. Yo, yo. <laughs> like, wait, 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 what? Like, this is that tweet I saw that I read when AJ tweeted it was what started all of that. And I was like, what is happening? So uh, the thing is, is like, and then I Googled I don't know, you, I don't, and you were on like know. a thousand sites. Yeah, the, see, the thing that helped it along was the fact that like, and I saw that one of the, one of the the, the quote unquote news places that reported it, that had a problem with what I said. Apparently, they had one of their people that run the site with them had to step down because after he Whoa. was talking bad about me, people realized that he was one of them people that was putting the bag over their head and riding. Oh my god! Oh so, god! So, you're doing so, God's work, AJ. So, <laughs> by him opening his mouth trying to talk to me about something he had no business talking about anyway, he ended up getting himself out the way. So, you know, maybe people should watch who they talk to and what they talk about. I mean, I mean, I, I, I'm not going to disagree with you. I'm not going to disagree with you. Can I? Can I play you something that's it's pretty funny? Um. I run uh we you know we have a whole network of shows here and I run a promo for jobbing out on other shows on our network right like Uh-oh. so I you know it's just something that it's just something that we run just to promote I want people to go listen to jobbing out but the way that it, the promo works is we highlight some of the great interviews that we've done over the years some of the more significant interviews that we've had over the years so I want you to know that this was as as I'm hang on a second as I'm I'm reading about all of this going down. We were in a commercial break on my show on Friday, and I heard a promo for jobbing out that was running on my network that I've since had to edit a little bit. I think the Uh-oh. biggest pro wrestling stars today and all time all have one thing in common. You've heard them on jobbing out. Matt and Nick Jackson, the Young Bucks. Thanks for having us. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the run, boys. Uh, I don't know if uh, I don't know if we'll be hearing from them again. <laughs> and the craziest part about all of this is, like, you know, I used to go watch them cats and do burns. Right, right, correct. <laughs> Correct. And they just got in their feelings because they let their Twitter minions gas them up and they realized very quickly that I'm not the one to play with. I mean, that's a fact. See, the thing is, is like to me, when they first when they first did the NXT bio, I was like, oh, huh, that's rude, <laughs> you know? 
I'm not even in NXT anymore. Right, right. And, no, and, and, and I know that. And I know that you know that. Yeah, it's 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 made the rounds. It's been it's been in the papers. So, for you to do that, kind of felt like you, you were saying I should still be in NXT, or you just wanted to, to you just wanted to shit on NXT for no reason, which is a disrespectful. And B unnecessary, but even that, I was like, you know what? I don't feel like dealing with these Twitter people. I'm gonna let these boys slide. Then they updated their bio again, and it said, "We'll make you trend just by mentioning you in our bio." Uh, and I took that personally because you started this Jordan. whole thing. This all started with you. <laughs> I didn't start nothing. Well, not with them. I'm saying you were the one yeah. that got the internet talking. You yeah. were the one that created all of this. They yeah. got the rub that's the thing. from that's you. The, that's the thing. And then they say, we'll make you trend just by mentioning you in our bio. And I was like, oh, okay. That's a very interesting comment. Because to me, I read that as you're a nobody and we can make you popular. But in reality, them boys could never make Hero like I did. So... To say that to me is wild and very disrespectful. So I had to let them know mm. I'm not the one to play with. Mm. And these are not games that we play in Piner City. Um, <laughs> I don't I don't I don't I don't play around with my name and my peoples. So everyone in the wrestling business learned a lesson that day. And it's sad that it had to be them boys to teach everybody the lesson. <laughs> but but now people know that top dollar is not one to be trifled with. Like y'all five eight, that's why you act fake. I'm from where we smell the fake on you. In Squid Games, I would punch you in your face for marbles. They may say that he lost his marbles, but I got tunnel vision like I'm sitting in a carpool. This is amazing too. How how does this? all come together as quickly as it did like this is i, I god i hate anger. I, I hate giving you so much credit god i hate giving you credit anger is the correct answer yeah oh that, I mean, uh, that was my favorite home, line in the whole song I got home too at like midnight and i pulled into my driveway and i was like hmm, you know it'd be really funny and i looked up that young buck beat <laughs> which is so perfect it's just so perfect i can't it's so perfect and then, you know, I wrote the verse in about five minutes. Luckily, I have a, a professional studio in my house because Top Dollar is not just a name. It's my game. And I recorded the song, edited it, shot the video in said studio, edited it, went to sleep, woke up and posted it when I woke up. <laughs> um. So what's what does your phone look like over the course of these twenty four hours? Oh, it looks great. I got a bunch of big interviews. Yeah, I got um, you know, um, really think about this. Like I've probably trended twenty times in my life, right? Mm-hmm. But every time that happened, it was AJ Francis. Yeah, this is the first time it was top, top dollar. Dollar, right? So. To be the topic of discussion in professional wrestling, a lot of people can't handle that pressure. 
But you know me, I, I feel like I should have been here a long time ago. No doubt. So, no doubt. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, and, th- this and, is. And other people, other people will take that as, oh, he's arrogant. No, I believe in myself, homeboy. Just like all the best have ever done. I believe in myself. You know why I believe I'm really good at this? Because I made Hit Row. And wrestling's been around 100 years and nobody's ever made nothing like Hit Row. So to, to those who would say, why would you want to put the target on your back? You'd say back, uh. If you come for the king, you best not miss. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. Correct. Boy, it's wild that this would all be happening, oh, I don't know, just a couple days before you debut on SmackDown. That's the craziest part is these, gave, these guys gave me all the juice. And, like, it all came from them sitting there. I ain't even debuted on SmackDown yet. Mm. But they felt the need to talk down on my name like I'm some nobody. That's not how this rocks. Couldn't help but notice there was a big promo for Hit Row on SmackDown on Friday night. <laughs> couldn't help but uh, couldn't help but notice that there was a big, big, big promo. Big promo. Big promo. Big promo for Hit Row on SmackDown. As you know, Crown Jewel is on Thursday. Make sure yeah. you watch that on WWE Network for t- <laughs> at twelve in the afternoon Eastern time. Um, <laughs> But uh, but Friday, I'm finally getting to the dance. Now it's time to dance. Yeah, yeah. Now yeah. it's time well, to dance. It, it also feels like there might be a lot of people that uh, might have a trouble getting back to uh, SmackDown from Crown Jewel. So maybe there'll be a lot of time uh, on that show for some debut people. That would be awesome. Yeah, that would be a good thing. That would be a good thing. I don't, I don't, it could be that everybody's back from, from Crown Jewel in time, and I still think there yeah. might be a little bit of time there uh, uh, for that to happen. Can, can you tell us anything about what the reaction is inside? Like, can, can you tell us any of that, or does that all have to stay inside? I mean, I can tell you that I got my friends from that other company calling me, telling me thank Oh, some of them. Some of them were doing it on Twitter. Some of yeah. them were. Exactly. Some of them were jumping right in. They didn't care. They had something to yeah. say. They yeah. had something you know to say. It, there's a lot of people. People think that this is. It, it ain't got nothing to do with companies. It's people, and there's people that on both sides that bang with me, and there's people on both sides that bang with other people. Like that's to just your prerogative. But at the end of the day. Everything that I'm doing is to promote my name and my group. Right. Because, once again, I said nobody name still to this day. <laughs> That's the craziest part, is they felt the need to come and say my name on their show. How pathetic is that? <laughs> they did. That's a thing that happened, too, they, by the free way. Free promo. How you give me free promo and I give you none? Wait, on the show, they said? Oh, they- that happened. That happened. So here's the question. You, this is an interpromotional thing. Right, that it became. No, it's not. not. It didn't start that way. It became that way, right? No, that, no, it still isn't. Okay, all right. <laughs> it might be for them, but. <laughs> so this is this is this is more just a reminder of who you are, and yeah, this is this is a you need to recognize that I'm not one of these other guys that is going to sit back and let you say anything you want. You know, we know that <laughs> we 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 know that. I mean, I gotta be honest with you. This is this is I would say this was like a top three rap in the history of jobbing out too. By the way, I want to say this <laughs> after you and Aaron. Yeah, correct. Aaron oh, and I at the top of the list, and then you're solid number three, bro. That's, that's 
It's pretty good, man, to be top three. Like, I mean, Cincinnati was pretty happy to be in the top three. Like, I think you'd be pretty happy to be in the top three too, wouldn't you? Oh my god! But, but the crazy, the, the funny thing is that, like, to me, like this was easy. Right. Like this was right. Yeah, this you, was easy to do. Yeah. And it didn't take any effort. And that's my way of saying, make a smart decision. When you want to talk about me or my people, and it broke, and it broke the internet, and it broke the internet, and because and it's never because it's never been done before. Oh, just like just like Hero, it's never been done before. It's 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 people are thinking that they talking it's just some big ex dumb football player. Like I'm not. Like come on, yo, put some right. respect on my name. Right, right, correct, correct. All of this is true. This is the part that I think is difficult for. Um, there's somebody, and I, and I apologies for not remembering the name. There's a Forbes writer who wrote about it, who you know happens to be black, who like understood all of this and the tones to this that like a lot of people in the professional wrestling industry don't get, and who just think that all of this is yeah, but but line up, bow down to your you know your you you should you should be bowing down to your lords in professional wrestling. And not understanding that's not the way that things work in the world, and it shouldn't have ever been the way that things work in the world. Damn. Sorry, I'm eating the acai bowl because I'm ah, trying to, you know, do that. Ah, what are you putting in your acai bowl, actually? This is a great, I'm a big acai guy myself. Okay, we got some acai. Yep. Granola. Okay. Honey. Yep, big fan. Bananas. Okay. What about do you do? Do you know coconut shavings in your acai bowl? Coconut shavings. I love coconut shavings in my acai. Oh, that's a win. Um, strawberries. Yeah. And Nutella. Oh, I'm not a Nutella guy. I'm not into Nutella. Oh, I do a loser. I do almond butter. That's my play. Is I put the uh, I say throw some almond butter on top and mix it I in mean, that I'm, way. Almond butter is good, but I had an idea for a business. Uh, this is my business idea, right? You know how like. Cold Stone changed the ice cream game by being able to mix all the toppings into the ice cream? You think, you're thinking Cold Stone for acai bowls? Bro, tell me that's not a brilliant idea. Tell me that's not a billion-dollar industry-changing idea. What's the name? Oh, we got to think about that for a second. We got to think about I, it. Acai by we. Acai by we. I'm all in, bro. If, if, you're, <laughs> if, you, if you and I are co-investors, we're starting it tomorrow. <laughs> We're starting it. It can't be. If Coldstone figured it out, it can't be all that hard, right? <laughs> it can't be all that difficult. It's the only issue I have every time I get a bowl is I got to mix it up myself, man. Like, I want you at the juice bar to mix it up for me, and then I get my acai bowl. So that's just going to be my business. Somebody's going to steal it from me now because I gave it away. That's the way it's going to go. Somebody's <laughs> going to steal it from me now because I gave away the idea. That's the way that's going to go. Um, how excited are you, by the way, about Friday? It seems pretty significant. Like as we talk about moments, it seems pretty freaking significant. Yeah, man. I mean, I grew up going to SmackDown to watch The Rock. You know, like when I was a kid, this is where I wanted to. This is where I wanted to be. And I no disrespect to NXT, but I never saw NXT as where I wanted to be. And I think that everyone who's anyone in this business would agree with that. Um, I loved what that at, on NXT, I was given the opportunity to create. No one helped us 
make it row in any way. We wrote all our promos, we booked all our matches, we did everything ourselves. So like we we did nobody had told us how to dress, nobody told us how to talk, nobody told us none of that. We did it all ourselves and it was so profound and different and unique that four months later they're like, We want that on their show. You know? So I can never undersell how much I appreciate right what happened for me in NXT. Because there's a lot of people that don't get that opportunity. Now, I feel like I got that opportunity because I deserved it, and I show that each and every day. But, you know, not a lot of people get that opportunity. So, th- I-, I love my time in NXT. But, like I said, it's money season. We're on the big time show. Everything that I've done in my life is built up to this point. And this is just the beginning. Like, I don't. I don't get to the dance and think that I'm, I'm cool, man. Like I, I yeah, need you got to, work to I do. To I get active. that. Yeah, I get, I get that. You got work to I do. I need to be active. So like, yeah. You know what we it's love? It's cool to be on the same show with Roman Reigns. Right. You, you and know, it's cool to be on the same show as Charlotte Flair, and that's amazing and an unbelievable opportunity. But just like they know that they got to get days, I got to get mine. So, so our favorite thing is like the things that you get to no sell that we like nerd out about and like would make us e- ejaculate if, if we were able to do them in our lives, like texts that you get. So, so this is like the new, every time you're on the show, we now need you to tell us about something that's happened since the last time we talked to you, like a, okay. you know, a conversation that you had, like a text, okay. a call, a phone call, a text that you got, something like that. Okay. That would make, um, yeah. All right. I got one for you. Uh, yesterday, I was talking to the Undertaker about how much I love I loved his uh, Netflix movie, yeah. Escape the Undertaker. Yeah, which is dope. I st- it's I dope. I still need to watch. It's that. dope. It's really dope. <laughs> it's really good, actually. So, like, like, really, so, really so, okay. Good. When you say that, you just like picked up the phone and texted your friend Mark. Is that the way that goes? Yes, I picked up my phone and texted my friend the Undertaker. Son yes. Of <laughs> <laughs> what a what a mad lib of a sentence, I mean, man. What I mean, a- you guys, you guys call him. Undertaker, I call him Taker. You know right, because you're, you're you're close like that. I get it. You guys, you guys are are cool like that, so you can do it. You're like, yo, Taker. I just want to let you know. It's your, it's of course your your co-star, your your personal co-star, the uh, Undertaker, that you're mm-hmm. texting in that moment to to let him know that you enjoyed the film, and you just get to have that type of back and forth. No, that's totally normal. That's a normal thing that normal people get to do. That makes a lot of sense. That's not. <laughs> That's not strange in any way. Sometimes I actually Brandon and I were just talking the other day, and he was like, "Hey man, have you texted the Undertaker yet to let him know that you enjoyed the movie?" And I was like, "No, you know what? I totally forgot to do that. I need to make sure I send the Undertaker a text to let him know because he's probably been wondering, right? Like he's probably yeah. been wondering. Did he ask that? I have a question though. I have a question. Yo, Taker. Yeah, Yo, Taker. Yo, Taker. Yo, Taker. I have a question though, and I, I probably should ask him. But do you think the Undertaker can go as anything but the Undertaker? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! How effing badly do I want to see that man walk into a room as like Waldo for Halloween? Can you like, imagine the Undertaker as Nacho Libre? <laughs> you're like for Halloween. You're like, bro, what the incredible. <laughs> The Undertaker dresses up like Kane for Halloween. No, I'm not. Oh, pop, pop. Right, I mean, that would be massive. You're not wrong about that. But I'm just imagining him, like, showing up to a party as Ted Lasso, and you're just like, dude, what the? <laughs> like, what? 
Who? Why? <laughs> like, we know you have a never-ending trove of costumes in your house, and you went down to Party City and spent twenty bucks. I would. I, I. I want Undertaker to dress as a different Undertaker oh. every Halloween. Oh, that would be a ten and a half. Are you kidding me? That would be amazing. He comes to the biker one year, and then he. Oh God. Ministry of Darkness Taker. Right, right. Oh, God, that would be incredible. That would be so magic. I've been in this uh, storage unit. He got all the stuff. Yeah, we know. We see. <laughs> we got to see it on television. It's just so casual the way you say that. Like, yeah, I was talking to my buddy, The Undertaker, yesterday. Just, you know. <laughs> Sorry, if funny. you trick or treat at his house, does he decorate or does he just open the door and his shit with his gear <laughs> on? I get he's got to he's got to be in his get. If you trick or treat at Undertaker's house, well, I don't know if I don't think he lives in the neighborhood. I don't know where he lives, but I'm sure he lives somewhere away from people. So it's probably not trick or treating at his house anyway. But if you would trick or treat at his house, I would assume that he'd be in full regalia. I would like to hope too. Like, could you imagine how disappointed you would be if you trick or treated at the Undertaker's house and he gave you like a mini Tootsie Roll? Could you imagine? <laughs> like, I know. The only problem with Top Dollar is going up right now is now I gotta fully invest in the gimmick. It's I true, bro. Bro, you're, you're, yo, you, you cannot. That looks because you know they're gonna call you out on social media too, dog. Like, Man. Uh, Top Dollar, huh? Top dollar, he gave me Top a... Top dollar giving out. Yeah, right. Musketeer minis. Exactly oh, right. Um, Almond Joy and Mounds, bro. <laughs> like, Top dollar giving out Tootsie Rolls for Halloween. Yeah, you're going to have to step your game up and get the full-size candy bars for Halloween this year. You're not going to have a choice. you got to live the... You know, it's it's not a gimmick. It's not a gimmick. It's just you. No. you got to live it right. That's the funny part. Um. Uh. The the sneaker culture. We need to spend a minute on it. We need to spend a minute on okay. it. Okay. Um. So this all started from a tweet that clearly came from a genuine place. No matter who you were talking about, it came from a genuine place. Lost you. Really? Again? Yeah. No shit. Now you're back. You're you're back uh, now. I'm back. You're back I don't now. What the hell's going on there? Uh, this clearly came from a genuine place, this first tweet that you sent about sneaker culture and professional wrestling, no matter who you were talking about. This this is a thing that bothers you as a whole. I mean, honestly, not really. It was a joke. Oh. I mean, it was definitely a joke. Okay. <laughs> like, All right. Like, I mean, yes, I mean, yes, cancel. Uh, I'm firm on the belief of cancel culture vultures for sure, but like... So at the moment when I wrote the tweet, I was just making a joke about sneakers. It is, and people got they, and people got they sneakers in a twist. See, I don't, I don't know about this. Well, I mean, I know this is going to be surprising to everyone because you presume that I'm the top uh, uh, sneakerhead on the program. I think everybody's thought that for a long time, and you're not going to believe like somehow you're the best rapper. Right? Well, I mean, I, I and I'm uh, as the 20th fastest man in Annapolis, the best athlete on the show. So let's you know maybe show a little <laughs> respect every now and then, okay? Let's maybe think of doing that. Uh, but believe it or not, I actually when uh, when the cameras aren't rolling, I'm wearing uh, Vans and uh, and and it's a whole Asics. thing. Asics, yeah, I'm wearing Vans and Asics exclusively. Exclusively, <laughs> but that's only because I have a deal. They actually sponsor me, so that's the reason why I do it. Um, is this a big thing in culture in general, though? Like, are there people that legitimately try to get the rub from being a sneakerhead that aren't actually sneakerheads? Absolutely. I mean, that's every that's every culture. Um, if you went to H and M right now, you'd see a Nirvana shirt on the wall. 
That's like, true. In case, in case All right, that's true. Okay, that's true. That's a good point. That's a good point. That's a real thing that really happens. You're not wrong about you know that. You're, like, you're not wrong about that. Like, like Biggie, Tupac. Yeah. Look at the Beatles. How many Abbey Road t-shirts you seen? Yeah, you're not wrong. But a lot of that people do Metallica. like the Beatles, too. Like, that's not, you know... I, I know, but not ain't nobody under twenty five yeah, listening to the Beatles yeah, unless probably, they're with their parents. That's probably Let's true. Let's give it a buck. That's probably true. You're probably right about that. So um, like so I'm just like it happens in every culture. That that's just the way it is. And AJ, like, I'll add something to that. The people that 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 is actually not true. There are people doing that, but they're not the people that shop at those stores. The people that shop at those stores 100% don't listen to those bands. Yeah. Like, yeah. the kids that do are like hippies somewhere that don't shop at H&M. You know what I mean? They're right. like, yes. they're like different kind of people. Anyway, sorry, yeah. continue. Yeah, All but right. like, to me, like, when PJ Tucker, who has been in the NBA for a long time, he's famous in the NBA. Because he that he watched different sneakers all the time. Like his sneaker collection is the thing that put him over more than his actual on the court play. Right. Even though on the court he's still a really good player, it was his sneaker game that elevated him to a bigger name in the NBA. Right. Okay. So that happened. And other people wanted to get the similar bump. Exactly. Yep. So then more people started doing it, right? It's the same thing in wrestling. It's the same thing in every entertainment avenue. Yep. I actually can say as a fact, I there was and I'm not gonna say who it is, there was a baseball player who was getting a lot of attention on social media because of their sneaker collection. And I was asked at the time by a publication to do a story about it, and I'm this is not a joke. I showed up in the clubhouse, and I don't cover a lot of baseball, but I showed up in the clubhouse and approached this player and said, "Hey, man, I, you know they were hoping they could write we could write a story about you being a sneaker guy." And I swear to God, the first thing he said is like, "Oh, dude, I'm actually really not that much of a sneaker guy." Like, yeah. I, I'm like, "What the f?" <laughs> like, yeah, what? bro, because because it's it's no it's no different than um, people spending. Two hundred thousand dollars on a on a Lamborghini that they barely drive that collects dust in their living room because they feel like that's what you're supposed to do when you get money and you're cool. Like it's no di- like I grew up playing basketball in and ones. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, right. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like my first pair of Jordans that I ever owned was Derek Jeter Jordans. Okay. Shoo. So like. I take like I take the fact that I can spend one hundred twenty five dollars every single day on a pair of shoes if I wanted to as a major blessing. But I I think it's super corny to spend two grand on a pair of shoes just to be like, oh look, I got these two thousand dollar pair of shoes. Them shoes ain't worth two thousand dollars. You got played. Like, ain't no pair of shoes worth. I, I genuinely refuse to spend more than three hundred dollars on a pair of shoes, and even three hundred, I don't want to spend. Like real rap, it's got to be a shoe that I absolutely love to spend more than $200 on that pair of shoes. And I could buy a pair of them shoes every day if I wanted to. It's not about the, the funds. It's about the mentality that you have. Like I don't do things just for people to think that I'm cool. I'm already cool. 
That's what I say too, by the way. Right, right. That's you what, actually yeah. like the things that you buy. You're yeah. not buying them for any other reason other than the fact that I just you think, like. Them. I just, I just spent like eighty five dollars on a pair of Stan Smith Adidas. I guarantee nobody over there knows what Stan Smith Adidas are. Oh, I know lots about Stan Smith. Actually, Stan Smith was a tennis player. I know tons about Stan Smith. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But but people don't recognize that he was one of the, he was the first black athlete with their own shoe. I mean, I mean, I get it. I totally get it. It's the same way that I live my life, man. This is why people constantly ask me. They're like, "Why don't Why don't you not dress like a homeless person?" And I'm like, "I I don't need to try to be cool. I know I'm cool." So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good, man. I'm good. All right, bro. Uh, how do you follow up this for Frank Style Friday? Like, do you, this is this is debut SmackDown Frank Style Friday? Like, what's? Yeah, you know, it's it's SmackDown week, so unless anybody starts acting crazy, yeah. It's time. Unless, it's time. It, unless anybody starts acting crazy, it's money time. But now, I, I want it to be very well known that I do have a song already done if said person starts acting crazy. Oh, but, damn. <laughs> oh, damn. It. Oh, it's Stop so it. great. And, I, and I'll send it to y'all. I'll send it to y'all off the air. And y'all I, can just hear I it. look forward to it. I look forward I to it immensely. I can't wait. Oh, my God. All right. Uh, at AJ Francis 410 on all social media, of course. Uh, yeah. Tune into WWE SmackDown. Like, like, like we need to promote SmackDown <laughs> on this show. SmackDown. Like, it's on network television. Yeah. The biggest show like, in the business. Like anyone. This Friday. Anyone's. Wichita, li- Kansas. It's eight o'clock on the Fox Network. <laughs> so few that are not aware. Hey, bro. Uh, that was amazing. That was truly amazing. Uh, well, well, effing done. Uh, let's let's talk again. I, how are we gonna be able? Are we gonna be able to do picks moving forward? Or we have to blow. Do picks have to go? The I probably have to do uh, NXT picks exclusively. All right, all right. We'll do that then moving forward. All right, brother. I like that. Yeah, that'll work. All right, buddy. Uh, enjoy it, man. Enjoy it. Whatever happens on Friday night, enjoy it. We'll talk soon. All right. All right, baby. Love you, man. There he Love goes. He is the main event. Man. 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 AJ Francis, aka Frank, aka Who Hotter Than Top Dollar. Nah, nah. Okay. All right. Oh. All right. Here we go. Three, two, one. All right, thanks to AJ for hopping on after breaking the internet. With him gone, we go from the main event to the worst, as uh, Aaron has joined us back now. <laughs> so quite the drop-off. Yeah. yeah. It's a great the, trade-off. The, trade-off. From the guy that broke the, the internet. Yeah, from the guy that broke the internet to the guy that's just broke. <laughs> that's the Man. way that we went. Not monetarily, by the way. I just mean, like, you know, mentally and spiritually. I, I just think you're, a, a, you know, all right, I must stop. Uh, <laughs> Uh, let's uh, let's start here with you. Let's make our picks. Let's get that out of the way because the pay per view is literally tomorrow as the crow flies. As we record this, um, is when uh, Crown Jewel will be. We're we're. And if everybody wants to fuck off from work tomorrow, we'll yeah. The prop the problem is it only has a runtime from twelve to three, and Aaron's apparently not going to be there till like closer to two thirty. So <laughs> we might get there a little early and uh, hang out at Jimmy's first. And uh, watch some more of the pay per view, but um, yeah, come. You I can, figured that's what you would do. You can come hang out with us at uh, Jimmy's tomorrow, and uh, Aaron's gonna be by for a little bit. We're looking forward to that. So uh, let's make our picks for Crown Jewel right now. We have um, on the card ten matches, ten matches for Crown Jewel as of the moment, and we'll see what might uh, be added or what might happen. And as we always say, when we pick a pay-per-view like this, it could be anywhere.
from a house show to WrestleMania. So who knows what to expect. As always, we'll pick who should win, who will win. Um, I guess let's just go ahead and get out of the way. Mansoor and Mustafa Ali, obviously... (laughs) Mansoor is winning, so we just is winning. yeah we just move forward from there, and we get to the next nine. <laughs> uh, the uh, you know what? Let's do the Queen's Crown Tournament Final. As we all expected, Dewdrop against Zelina Vega. And since we didn't really make a pick on the first one, I'll go first. Um, should be who gives a rat's ass will be Dewdrop. Um, I hope that it's because they see something in Dewdrop and they think they have something and that's the reason why they've done it. I, you know, I, as always when we do these tournaments, who knows if that's actually the case or if they're just doing it for the sake of doing it, but um it, it, it makes almost no sense at this point for it to be Zelina Vega, so Dewdrop is the answer. I mean, unless they finally see something. Like we've always said Zelina Vega is a good performer and it would be nice if she got a push, not that she necessarily had to, but like She's a good performer. She's a good wrestler. Would they give her a chance? So in this case, I I could almost say should be Zelina Vega because maybe this is the thing that finally sparks her into that. So given that if we're assuming the Queen's crown means anything, I will say should be Zelina Vega. But there's no indication to believe that they actually believe that. So will be Dewdrop. Yeah, I agree. Like it should be Zelina if you're going to actually make this relevant in some way. And and I guess you could – I'm you know, gonna, yeah, I kind of disagree with you guys. I don't know that that just means it should be Zelina. I mean, like, if you prefer no, Zelina. No, no, it doesn't necessarily. Like, Dewdrop, do Piper Nivet, whatever you want to yeah. call her, is is a good performer yeah. as well. I just think that that devious, evil, you know, Queen Zelina. Yeah, I sense. hear you. I just don't. How do I want to say this? I'm concerned they look at her like they used to look at Otis. And. I mean, I'm not just concerned, I'm convinced. Her name is right. Dewdrop. Yeah. And if that's the case, like, it's not, like, she'll be on TV and stuff, but it's never going to amount to anything. And so, you know, if you wanted to use this to give someone a boost, I don't know if Zelina's won a match. I mean, she's won, obviously, the match in the tournament. But outside of this tournament, I don't think she's won a match since she returned. So, like... I don't know. I don't believe... I, I think I would believe more that they're... For however long and at and, and whatever level, they're going to do more through drop than they're going to do with Zelina Vega. So, you know, through drops winning. And, you know, they could, t- they have an opportunity here to do something. I think they fucked it up immediately by calling her Dewdrop, drop um, and not her real name and not, you know, but they, ha- they have a real opportunity to do something different here. And I hope they do it, but it's. Do not, you want to do you want to allude like, to that? Because I I I think I I I don't know if it's what you intend, but I I feel the same way. I I just she could be the Lizzo of WWE, right? That's, that that, that, that you allow you allow a different body type character yeah. to be to yes. to to say this. We think this is an attractive person. We think this is 100% someone is what I meant. Who, and, and, and I didn't know how to say that. With, yeah, know. it's 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 difficult, right? Because it sounds like you're saying you're you're sexualizing a fat person, but that's not what we're saying. Like no. what we're saying is um, right? That that there has traditionally been one particular look of a character who is presented for their attractiveness. Now, it would seem like this would make more sense, if that's kind of the story that you want to tell, to have positioned her against Carmella in the final, right? Like, yeah. it seems like that would have been better for telling that story. But I do think, and what I will give them credit for, is 
while yes, it's it's danced on the line of just being a joke and just being Otis, I don't think it's fully crossed that line. And I think no. they've they've right been on the line where they have presented someone with a different body type as being an attractive, desirable person, and that's a good thing. Now, somebody could say, yeah. well, you shouldn't sexualize anyone. Like, okay, that's a different conversation. They, they do that. Um, so, I, you know, I, I, we're, we're beyond that. Um, the idea that they're doing it with someone of a different body type, to me, I, in a weird way, I think is a very positive thing, if that's the path that they're going and even if they're doing it subtly, even if they're not screaming it at you, which I think is a better way of going about doing it, if what they're saying is it is just, hey, you might notice that we're you know positioning this performer in a certain way, and we've never really done that before with someone that looked like this. Um, I think it's a good thing. I think that's a positive thing. Again, in in context, right? In the context of they're they're still gonna you know sexualize people that look in a different way, right? Like if you said nobody should be right. sexualized, that's different. Um, well, I. I, th- I think they danced around it with Naya with that whole storyline with Alexa Bliss in a way. But this is different in that Naya's always going to be a, as a heel. And, and Naya's always, always going to be about be her destroyer. Right. Exactly. Her force. And, yeah, in this yeah, case, she, she's the monster. Correct. You dropped and, off the monster. Exactly. Yep. I, I agree. I think I absolutely think it's different. It's something that I've noticed um, quite a bit over the last couple of weeks and I think is interesting. I, I mean, I genuinely think it's interesting. All right, uh, next on the card, a tag team match between the Usos and the Hurt Business, which is slated for the pre-show. Aaron, you. Um, Wait, weird? who? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I saw this on Wikipedia, and I, I don't get this. I don't, I mean, it's weird. Um, this is, this is mean, what we one, talk two, about. Three. Some, somewhere between, somewhere between a house show and WrestleMania. This is a weird match even for a house show, Why? but um Why is it a weird match for a house show? Can we just show? do one, two, three and move on? I mean, we can. That's fine. Look, we, I we can, but again, if we're saying this is a house show, I guess the her business are the faces in the match, which means we have to at least put that pause on it. Are is the crowd in Saudi Arabia aware of that though? Fair. Like, are, do they do they know that the, the Hurt Business is supposed to be the faces in this? I, I have no idea. I don't know what to make of this match. This match doesn't make sense. I, I mean, I, I, you're not going to get me to do that for you. So, yeah, look, we are, we're all going to ultimately pick the Usos. I get that. But, yes, yes. Yes. To your point. To your point. All right. So I'll let, uh, uh, I'll let Aaron go first then instead on uh, the King of the Ring final, Finn Balor and Xavier Woods. Uh, so we talked about this uh, possibility because it seemed like the most likely possibility last week, and I haven't changed my mind. This match, this win, I don't think really does anything for Finn Balor. It's not in his top five WWE accomplishments. Uh, it you know it just doesn't do anything. Meanwhile, for Xavier Woods, it does. Like right now, his sidebar routinely says something like, well, however many time tag champion and video game enthusiast." Like that's what they have for him. He's a great tag wrestler, but he hasn't done anything worthwhile in the singles uh, ranks. I think that even if it's not an immediate thing, if at some point in the future you want to ever put him as a singles, having something there that says something other than video game enthusiast is actually a big thing for him, even though, yes, King of the Ring doesn't really mean anything directly. Just having that accomplishment is worthwhile for Xavier Woods. So between that and, again, the feel-good story, the you know they keep talking about the childhood dream come true of Xavier Woods, 
it absolutely, in my mind, should be Xavier Woods. Now, do they see it the same way? I'm starting to think yes. I don't think you hammer home this point about the childhood dream and everything else so hard if you're just going to have Finn Balor pull the rug out from under him. So I'm going to say should and will Xavier Woods here. Unless Finn Balor is going to turn into NXT Finn Balor, which now that I think about like we've discussed on the show that there's rumors that he's going to be a focal point of Raw. That doesn't mean he has to be a face. And when you look at the makeup of Raw, who's the champion? Yeah, face. Yep. Yep. So I think this actually speaks to Finn Balor shattering that dream in a dastardly way and maybe turning him heel. I don't know what else makes sense. They fucked up this Finn Balor thing. I'm just going to say they fucked it up because um, there's been no explanation and it doesn't seem like there's one coming. It looks like they just turned the page to the next thing. So this rope exploding thing was nothing, you know, it was a big nothing unless they randomly come back to it in a few weeks. So that leads me to believe the little thing we saw on Monday might be leading to because the only other answer is that Xavier wins, right? Either Xavier wins. I don't. I don't see any value. Tip, to typically, that is the point. way it goes in a match. Is there's either one guy wins or the other guy wins. Well, That's I, normally. Yeah, I don't see any value to Finn Balor. To your point, adding this as an accomplishment as a face. If you're using this as a character change, that's the value I see in it for him. But I'm gonna say I still really resist the idea of Finn Balor losing a, a match but in the in the in the realm of this being a hybrid house show situation they could look at it as like oh who cares it doesn't matter he'll just go away for 2 weeks and then we'll do what we're really doing with him um so i'm going to say i still believe Finn Balor should win because of the positioning of who these characters are and what i believe them to be doing moving forward I do think Xavier Woods is going to win this match. I, I do think there's a really good chance that that's what they do. Uh, because in a vacuum, that seems like the story they're telling. But but I could also see them telling the story of the guy who shatters the dreams then to move on to Big E. So, um, the, so know, this is the most psychoanalytical match on the card. Like, there's no doubt about it. Um, yeah. Yes, the, the, uh, the obvious solution is... Xavier Woods wants to be king of the ring. Xavier Woods wants to be king of the ring. Xavier Woods wants to be king of the ring. And Aaron, to your point, it's the thing that matters. But to everything that Brandon just said, well, that's that's that makes it all that much more valuable for Finn Balor if he beats Xavier Woods, and um, and and now you're the dick that beat Xavier Woods, who cared so much, and and you do have to figure out whether or not they believe that whether they. To, to Aaron, to your point about, hey, you know, when he's a single wrestler, it's nice to have, do they Do they care about that? Do they ever have any intention for Xavier Woods to be a singles wrestler? Um, and I, I genuinely don't know. So all of these things are valuable, and all these things are things that we have to think through. And again, the, the context of King of the Ring doesn't matter at all, and this is somewhere between a house show and WrestleMania, I, I am really left with, like, a genuinely no idea. I'll ultimately settle on should be Xavier, will be Finn, but it really does go either way for me. I also don't know. I believe that they think a lot of Finn Balor. I don't know where I believe they want to have him go. And someone would say, why even do this if you're not turning him heel? And so if you're doing it, yeah. you have to be turning him heel, right? Like Yeah, that's what I think too. You know, like if 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 you're not turning him a heel, there is no benefit 
to having Finn Balor work a match with Xavier Woods that you're making high profile. Like, what what's the benefit? And somebody else would say, okay, but they didn't build a story. It's not like they really. It's just one match. Like it's, it's it, you, you could say it's a respect. You know, just a respect match. Right. We're you, talking about we already got that though. We can't do. You right. Can't do that. You can't do it twice. Well, and they yeah. didn't really tell that story on Monday either. You know what I mean? They like, kind of did. They kind of they did. Kinda I, mean, did. I, just, I just mean at the end, you have Xavier Woods, Santoya, shake hands, and that's that. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah, but you know, that, it doesn't that, hurt Finn. To me, no, I disagree. That does hurt Finn because what we talked about last week, coming out yeah. of what happened, you you got to have him do something. Like, he's got to do he, – he either has to lose and snap or he's got to win. And beating Xavier doesn't feel like something that's going to make people all that excited. So I, I do keep coming back to why do this match unless you're going to have Finn win. Like there's no benefit to having Finn lose. And so ultimately I, I think it's going to be Finn. But I do agree with you that you know, like it, it would be beneficial for Xavier, and I think it should be. I just, I, I can't come up with a solution for why it's worth doing with Finn unless he's winning it. So, and, and who, and who else is contending for the world title on Raw? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know that this has anything to do with the world title. That's what I just keep kind of well, going. I, I'm past convinced that, that like, everything. Like, <laughs> I, I, I mean, sure, if it's Finn, then yes, but like. You know, you, you say, what what's the point of this? Uh, it gives Xavier a nice win, and if Finn racks off, you know, three straight wins on Raw, then we kind of forget about it because it happened at Crown Jewel at noon. Well, no, I think I think the easiest way to forget about it is to Glenn's point. He snaps and kills him. After. Sure, that, that's a way, but yeah. if they – and I have no problem with that if that's the way. And actually, that's probably the best thing. Not, not to have him snap at, you know, win the King of the Ring by turning heel, but turning heel because he loses, that is probably the best thing they can do. But I just I, – I kind of think that if they don't want to go that route – they can very easily re-rack, you know, not re-rack Finn Balor, but get over a loss because, again, it's not like this is happening at WrestleMania. This I would, is al- happening I would at- also, I also would point out, like, so the next pay per view is Survivor Series, correct? Yes. So there's not going to yes. be a championship match at that pay per view. Well, so, not there, but they'll be setting up the long-term whatever well, but, the long-term thing. I hear you. So, so you have him win three, four Raws in a row. I mean, if you if you look at the raw roster, there's three people who can cont- contend for the world title. Well, keep in right mind, now. you could also put Brock Lesnar on Raw. Yes, so there's five. Okay, there's five or six. I mean, we we don't have a paper. Uh, we won't have a title match, at least a pay per view title match, until New Year's Day. Is that because you know they'll do they'll do one on Raw? Or oh, whatever. they'll they'll do one on Raw. I'm just but saying that could that be a, on Raw. It could be against anyone. You know what I mean? Like on on Raw, they could honest to God, they could do whatever it they want to do. It could be Damian Priest or AJ Styles. Right, AJ Styles. Yeah. right. Yeah, correct. So I, you know, just just bear in mind that by the time we get to January first, I I don't know if it's going to be something to inject Finn Balor into the, the the title picture or not, but I it just doesn't necessarily have to be because you don't have a pay-per-view with a title match coming up as Aaron pointed out until literally after Christmas. So No, you could just have him feud with Seth Rollins or something. Something like that, right. Yeah. All right. Uh next on the Crown Jewel card, let's go to the tag titles, the Raw tag titles. Uh RK Bro against AJ Styles and Omos. Uh is it Brandon now because we've Yeah. 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 So <sighs> This feels like it's been on autopilot for a little while of like, we don't know what to do. <laughs> um, Very much so. I, 
But I can't see them changing this. Like, Survivor Series feels like the time you do the breakup if you're going to do it soon. And I'm not even convinced they're going to do it soon. But if they're going to do it soon, that feels like maybe when you do it and not now. Um, it feels like you would still want them to sort of be, you know, maybe they accidentally win or maybe you show some signs of, of something. But... You, I mean, you can't have almost killing these guys every week and then and then they win. That's not the way that usually works. The way that usually works is the guys that get killed every week then win the match. So, I I think it should be it should be rated uh, RK Bro because I don't think they should break them up yet, and I think it will be. And then there's another conversation to be had about the other breakup, which has to happen at some point. I don't know when or how long or what their plans for Omos are, but it can't be this forever. So that complicates it a little bit for me too. So I'm just going to say this is a house show match and it should and will be RK bro. Yeah. I probably agree with all this. I, I don't know what you're doing here, but I don't think you're doing it at crown jewel. So yes, I agree. The, the only reason that you even er entertain the notion of AJ and almost uh, winning here is simply because you do want to give that big moment and you can sell that as a big moment. And, you know, if they really want to make it not a house show, that would be something to show that. Uh, I don't think it makes sense here, though. I think that, you know, as we get closer and closer to Mania, that I feel like that whatever that blow off match has to happen at Mania. So I don't think you pull the trigger right here. Um, and we still haven't gotten that double RKO spot on almost, so I, I want to see that at some point. And why not have it here? And there's your big moment at Crown Jewel when uh, you get the photograph of the two of them giving the RKO to him. So, yeah, RK Bro wins. Goldberg and Bobby Lashley in a no-holds-barred match. Should be Bobby Lashley, will be Goldberg. I don't think I need to explain any further. Um, yes, and, and, and I guess shouldn't be murder. Yeah. <laughs> they purposely put this match really something like like the 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 girl that you dated in high school and you find out that this guy's her dad like that's the the vibe i'm getting from you know the motorcycle riding dad that says he's gonna kill you and uh, i don't know there's something really funny about all this i don't know if it's the way they want me to feel about it like i was gonna say i don't think it's supposed to be funny no that's I, that's my point i i love it but not in the way they want me to love it you know what i mean like it just makes me giggle to hear him say this stuff um, what did he say on Monday? It was like, kill you Thursday. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that is like B D level horror movie. Amazing. Right. Like, um, yeah, I mean, Bobby Lashley should obviously win this match. Goldberg is going to win the match. I mean, how can you have a story where the story is that you beat up someone's son and they lose? And also, by the way, I will say this. It is an appropriate reaction to tell a person that beat up your son you're going to kill them. I agree. So, except, for well, the fact that except for the fact that the, the way he beat him up, it was absolutely justified. If you believe him. <laughs> well, no. I mean, he jumped in the ring and jumped on his back. He's 15, though. <laughs> I understand. He still jumped in a wrestling ring. But didn't he say, I'm going to kill him for real next time or something? <laughs> like he's, I mean, yeah. He's but, but I'm just saying, as far as the beat up the son, like... He deserved he to be. Well, didn't he push him in the audience too, or something? I mean, there's I, some. I, he definitely. Uh, I don't know if he pushed him or just kind or of MVP down. They definitely drink at him or something. Or yeah, it was something. something like that. But like, 
We're ignoring if that. If anybody part. talked to my daughter, I'd say I was going to kill them. Like that. Like if anyone if like if that. your daughter jumped in the ring. Yeah, I mean, like, really, it, it it just speaks to your horrendous parenting more than anything else. <laughs> yeah. Like that's that's really all that is. That's really all that is. Do we need to say anything else about this? Can we just move on, God, please? No. Thank you. All right, I appreciate you're it. You're dead. Uh, Edge and Seth Rollins in a Hell in a Cell match. Aaron. Oh boy, this is interesting. Why I mean, are both these not, guys on Raw, by the way? It's really like, not. Yeah, I mean, I, well, it's, it's I, I should say interesting. It's, I mean, it should be Seth Rollins because Seth Rollins should win. Uh, of course. Like, that, that's what that's what it comes down to. Seth Rollins should win, and Seth Rollins should be that challenger to Big E that we're talking about. Unless you, you want Seth Rollins to, like, be his challenger at Mania and, and win it there, which I would have no problem with. Um, but, like, we need that Seth Rollins-Big E title feud. So, uh, of course, Seth Rollins should win here. I mean, Seth Rollins did invade his house, and as as uh, you know, uh, Brandon was saying about the last match we were talking about, or two matches ago, whatever. Th- this kind of is the pattern: you break into someone's house, you're probably not going to win the match. You got to get your comeuppance. Yes, that's the way yep. it works. So uh, Edge is going to win. Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, the should is interesting in this because I know that everyone wants the should to be who actually should, right? But in what you've done, there's only one should. The should is Edge, and I know it's not like. I disagree with that. Even in, even in, in kayfabe, in yeah. even in kayfabe, I disagree told. with that because we. No, it's the, the, but the, the story can evil be. Yes. You know, evil. Evil triumphs be. sometimes. That's the way it goes. Sometimes evil triumphs. I mean, if this was WrestleMania, I, I am that much of an you know Seth Rollins is that much of an asshole. He's saying I can you know I can break into and I can still win. Like the the, the this the only place where I think you you the standard should be. That this is where the conquering hero conquers is at WrestleMania. That's the only place where I think it's supposed to happen that way. It's supposed to be a fairy tale. This is fucking Crown Jewel. The the entire existence of this is evil. Like for but fuck's half sake. Half of it's WrestleMania. Oh half man, I, also, I'm so sorry. I, w- I was not supposed to be cussing. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, like no, the, the 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 whole concept of this is evil. It's totally fine if evil wins out. Yeah, and I guess it also depends on what happens in the rest of the matches as well. But I I think that it feels like if Edge is going to be doing anything relevant, and it, it just depends, right? Like 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 if whoever is going to do the relevant thing next should win. I'm just not convinced they're going to do anything relevant with either of these guys, and that like so they're both going to get some weird exhibition match type thing at Survivor Series or like a. Or they'll team. be in the Survivor Series, right? Yes. They'll exactly. also be on the same team or something. Right. You know, like this is not going away. And that's another part. It's like this should be the last match, but they move both of these guys to the same show. And so how can you possibly like Well, because don't we don't know how often Edge is gonna be there. Like there's yeah, this Edge, Edge could disappear to rumble after this. I'm definitely over this, by the way. Of course. <laughs> I think we all are. Um I, I don't know. I'm gonna say the should is I'm gonna. I don't fuck. I don't care about the should, but the will. I think Edge is winning the match. Well, I mean, but that's why the, the should is, of course, Seth Rollins, and the will is Edge. But yeah, like yeah. that. I mean, the, the debating about the should. The, the, to answer your question, the the person that should be doing something significant coming out of this is Seth Rollins. <laughs> like that. These things aren't hard. But I'm, I'm saying like there's like the kayfabe should, and then like real life should. But Edge and, like, did get the SummerSlam win. 
the real life should is always Seth Rollins, right? Like, that's yeah, to some extent, yes, to some extent, there can be exceptions to that. But this is very simple. One of them is a full time wrestler. The other one is Edge. Like, it, the the person that should come out on top of this should always be Seth Rollins. It's there's there's. Oh, by the way, if Edge is going away until Survivor Series, then 100% Seth Rollins is good. Or sorry, no. until Royal Rumble, and I, I don't even Seth agree. Rollins will win. I disagree with right? that too, because again, this goes back to what what did the Saudi Arabian people tell you? Did they say we want Edge to win? Okay, then oh, even if right. his Edge yeah, is going true. away, they're going to have Edge win. Like th- this is th- again, this is eternally a problem with this paper. Everything about this pay per view is problematic, of course. Um, but like, there's nothing. Nothing can make sense. There can be absolutely nothing that makes sense w- about this whatsoever, and they could still do it. Um, but yes, Edge is going to win. It- it's silly for us to think otherwise. Um, this one probably shouldn't take long. Big E and Drew McIntyre. Brandon, you're first. Oh, jobbing out. <laughs> yeah, Big E should and will win. Yes, of course, Big E should and will win. Aaron, I assume yeah. we don't have to say anything else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, that brings us to a triple threat match for the SmackDown Women's Championship, which presents itself as the most interesting thing to me on the card. Like, you can say we can um, you know, go back and forth about who should win between Finn Balor and Xavier Woods, but at the end of the day, it's the King of Ring Tournament. King of the Ring Tournament, right. it means nothing. This is far more compelling. This is, to me, frankly... This and we'll get to the cha- you know how the championship match ends are the only really compelling things on paper on this card because you have a problem with the belts but <laughs> there's also a problem the, the the easiest thing to say is okay have Bianca win and then she and Charlotte switch belts right like no no no, no. there's one easier I mean it, uh, easier there's a SmackDown person in this match. Um, but you also have the Sasha raw Banks champion. Is on, is on, but is you also on, have the raw champion going over to SmackDown, so that's a problem. Right. Right. Well, that's but that's one half of the problem. But the current problem in this match is you've got two raw people. You got two raw people and one SmackDown person. Right, but that makes it easy. You have one of the raw people win the belt, and then they take it with them to Raw. Oh wait, we're I'm yeah, doing but, the math wrong. Yeah. Right, and that's not what we want. By the way, we don't want them to do. We don't want them to do the street profits new day thing. Yeah. Like, we, by the way, they fucked up by not having Bianca win the Raw. Well, yes, title that 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 on is Monday. Well, yes, that was that was the easiest thing they could possibly do in all of this is just have Bianca win, and it might be they're trying to set this up for Charlotte to get involved and. You know, now we're gonna have one more Charlotte Bianca match, right? Like that might be or, really. Or are they gonna add Charlotte to this match and say whoever gets I, pinned? You know, I don't know. I would have thought they would have done that by now. I don't think that's an announcement that you make it at you know two in the afternoon on Thursday that you're adding her into this match. Like I don't right. think that's the way you go about doing it. Um, but I, it's all really this one to me is really fascinating because of all the layers of this. And then if you say even if you have Bianca win, she's not really getting her comeuppance over Becky, and it almost makes it worse because well, you're just pushing that you're just pushing that down the hall though. A little, you know? but if a, she's already wins the title back from her, right? Like it's it well, makes, no, she can't win because she's on Raw. Only Sasha can win this match. Sa- uh, it, it, by the way, Sasha's on SmackDown. Yes. It's for the SmackDown title. Right, I understand that. So that's why you have her win. But then what do you do with the Charlotte thing? Correct. That's the problem. You have her lose to Bianca Belair on Friday. But she's 
Bianca Belair's not on Friday. She doesn't go to this school. But the, but she just got fucked over, so you could make the but argument that's the, And that's that, the point that I made. That's what I just said, is that you can do that just to force the issue. And right. the more likely scenario is they would try to do that on Monday in order to try to get people to, to switch over from football, is they would say, well, we're going to do one more thing. That's that The way you can do it is have Charlotte get involved with this match but again, it's a triple threat match. There should be no disqualification. So oh, that yeah, makes right. it problematic. Like, there's no easy way to go about the easiest thing you can do is just have Bianca win the match. But it doesn't give you the thing that you want, which is Bianca getting over Becky Lynch in a one-on-one match. And yet, it kind of will have already happened. It. But if Bianca wins, she's on Raw. So you right. have the SmackDown the, Women's the, Champion on Raw. But you have the Raw Women's right. Champion. Like going, they're, they're going to do the New yeah, you, Day Street. You just switch thing. the belts. It's not that hard. Like that's that's not hard. I don't know why we're. It's, why it's is that so a bad dumb. thing? What, what's bad about it? this? Is the show you're on now, and you're the Women's Champion, and the other Women's Champions on the other show? So you just switch the belts. Why is that hard? I, guess, I mean, I get, and I guess it plays into the whole playing up them fighting at Survivor Series too. So. You know, I, I mean, I, I will agree with you that it's it, it's silly and dumb and very pro wrestling. And there are better ways to do it. Like you should have had Bianca win. You should but have. But that's Sasha why win here. That's the better way. But it's it's unoffensive in its kind of dumbness. Well, I don't even know why it's dumb. Like what's I don't what is the part that's dumb about it? You're the women's champion on that show. So you have that show's belt. What's dumb about that? I mean, pretty much the idea of that show's belt is what, like, if you're doing drafts and you can have that show's belt and be drafted to the other show, that's kind of dumb. I mean, if you want to say they shouldn't have had champions drafted to the other shows, like, I'll, I, yeah. I guess I'll listen to that, but I don't, I st- I'm so confused as to why it's, it's some issue. You're a women's Ulti- champion. Ulti- you're a women's a- champion. You're on two different shows, so you're that show's women's champion. It's well, that doesn't a, seem hard really to me. There's a really easy way to fix this, right? You instead of making the fucking belts blue and red or whatever, you just call them whatever, like the the men's titles or the world title and the universal title, and they just go wherever the guy goes, and you don't make it red or blue or whatever. You just or in in fact, didn't they do that with the men's? They just it was like the universal title went to the other show, but they just changed the color of it or whatever. Like didn't they? Because the the world title is always black, right? They've never changed that to be a blue belt or whatever. <sighs> the like raw belt at one point. I, I mean, yeah, I, I this should ever be called SmackDown or Raw. They should just be called something well, else. Well, ex- except for the fact that they have two different rosters and two different brands. Like that's no, the, but the men's titles are well, not called SmackDown and Raw. Is my point. Like yeah, he, he's saying the women's world title and the women's universal title. Done. I, look, I, I mean, th- I'm not and saying it's a... Just, and then they're just on different shows, and we don't have to talk about this. Yeah, I don't you know think it's I mean? that bad of an idea. It's just not what they've done, and if they want to introduce yeah. it, I'm all for it. But, like, I again, this notion that it's so crazy to just have them switch belts is beyond it's me. It's not I'm, so crazy. It's I'm, just kind of so... I don't, I don't, so I don't get that. I just don't get that, man. Like, I'll never understand that. I mean, everyone in the world was like, what the hell was that? When they just When the tag when, teams just traded... I think we went on this show and talked about how dumb it was. I don't. New day and street. I don't remember talking about how dumb it was. I don't remember that at all. Like I'm, I'm just. Somebody goes back and finds the audio, and I said that, and I have no idea why I was so worked up about it. It's you're the champions on that show, like that's the nature of it. That's I I don't. Is it about like are we worried about the lineage of the belt? I I, I'm so confused. I really am confused by it. 
Um, so, so, but that inherently is the problem. The easiest answer to this is just have Bianca win, but we don't really want, we do, not because of the switching of the belts, we don't really want it because it doesn't really get her the thing that we want her to have against Becky. So, what do you do? Um, I think the answer ends up being you do have Charlotte, who's not on the, the card, unless the, for some reason Charlotte doesn't want to go to Saudi Arabia, which I don't, I don't know about. Um, that you have Charlotte screw over Bianca to allow Becky to retain, and then you do Charlotte, you know, Bianca in that weird, goofy, you know, forced match one more time because you have to do it despite the fact that you're not supposed to be on the show anymore and it's one more chance to get people to watch but then Raw you, on Monday But if Becky retains, you can't have Bianca win there. What do you mean? If you're... Uh, are, you, are you saying a non-title match? Because if, if Becky retains and the SmackDown title goes over to Raw, then you cannot have oh, Bianca, right. yeah, Bianca can't win. Yeah, Bianca can't win. That's a good point. That's a good point. I, I mean, I didn't think they would do that. Yeah, so, so correct. So, yeah, I mean, I guess... Or you just leave it sort of out in the... You leave it dangling. You have Charlotte screw over one more time, and and then it's just dead. I mean, I, I, I until you revisit it at WrestleMania or whatever. But now you've got to revisit that and Becky. I, it's it's too much, man. It's too much. They really screwed the pooch here. They, I mean, I can't get over... They screwed the pooch on this on Monday, and there's no good way to go about solving it any longer. I mean, there just isn't. There's no good way to solve this problem. I, I think that you're overcomplicating things as far as like the easiest way to do something is you have Becky retain. You don't have and you know, it's not going to be the cleanest win, but it'll be like, uh, Bianca hits the K KOD on Sasha uh, and Becky throws out Bianca and Sasha and, uh, Becky pins, uh, Sasha, you know, or, or what, however I just said yeah, that. I mean, ba I, right. ba basically like that's the cleanest, easiest way to go ahead. It doesn't overly hurt anybody. It gets you where you want to go and it, it still sets up Bianca yeah, versus no, Becky one-on-one -on -one down. You're not, you're not wrong. It's the cleanest way. You're not wrong that it's the cleanest. It's just, do they pull, do they pull some bullshit where, you know, we've all read the same reports about, and we can, and consider what they just did at SummerSlam. Do they pull something where, Charlotte cost Bianca the match and and maybe Sasha does win, right? And then Adam Pierce makes Charlotte defend against Bianca right there. And then they just clean it all up right there with a SmackDown person having the belt and a Raw person having the belt. But like do you, do you think there's a chance but, they do something? Because there is it is weird what they did on Monday. Like it I, would imply I'll, I'll there's something. Coming. Yeah, it, that's the the issue. The biggest issue here is that you have to have Bianca get her comeuppance against Charlotte now. Like you have to do both of these right, things. Right. Like to right. your point about like it's the cleanest thing, and that, and part of this is why this is so convoluted. You're right, it's the cleanest. But then what are you doing about Bianca and Charlotte? I'm okay with just like if you want to you know reference it here and there. You you let that simmer. I'm okay with having that be kind of like we, we kind of sit that in the back of our minds. You don't have to go right back to it. Obviously, and actually, in well, I was going to say you would have the rematch at Survivor Series if Bianca can beat Becky by then, but eh, that's probably not going to happen. Um, it's not really what I, you want to have. Wrong, but I'm okay with just uh, going back to what I was saying. I, I'm okay with it kind of simmering for a little bit and then going <laughs> what, back to it. What if, what if they do the match and Charlotte interferes? And that makes Sasha win. So then Adam Pierce says she has to defend it against both of them. And then Becky wins. 
so that you still have Bianca chasing Becky, and then Charlotte can go chase Sasha. On oh, Smack. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, don't know. I, I don't know. Like, yes, to your point, the, the simple answer should be that Becky wins, but it I, leaving both of these things lingering now, like... I, it's it's that's all that's all kind of bad to me. <laughs> like, it, it almost feels like it's leading to Survivor Series being a two belt match, which is definitely not what we want. I mean, like a, like all four people fighting for both. Or you something. know it, but but it's not fighting for both. It's it's you have the just the normal champion versus champion match, and you add challengers in there too, which I don't know if that's the worst idea. Man, it's what no. It's not worse than doing a champion versus champion match because champions versus champ match stinks, but it also doesn't solve anything. Like it, just it's just doing a match for the sake of doing a match. Like you no, have. I'm saying, I'm saying it would it would it would it would suggest the belts would be on the line. You wouldn't have to. But then what are we doing? But that, Survivor and, Series. But uh, right, I doing. understand. But we're still when when is Bianca getting her comeuppance on both of these women? And if the answer is, well, this is proof that it's just going to be a triple threat at WrestleMania, like, okay, okay, that's 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 fine. Sasha I, Banks didn't show up again, and they add Charlotte to the match. It's for both the belts, and Bianca pins both of them. But, like, you're like trying so hard. <laughs> like, we're going so far out of our way and creating new problems. <laughs> like, it's... Right. Yeah. it's well, the reason I, I, why we're what, thinking like this is because what they're doing makes no sense at all. Well, no, it, it makes no sense other than the fact that it's simply we wanted a big match. We wanted to pop a rate, try to pop a rating. We had this match, and they don't think about this stuff. They don't but care they about. Make, but they didn't just do a big match. They created an angle, right? Like they, but they, I mean, they. I don't think in their mind they did. I honestly don't. I think she they killed think they her with the go. Chair. That's they're, insane. They're on separate. They're on separate. I think they, they think that way. And if that's what they think, then we have to be the ones that say they're insane. That's insane. Yeah, no, I, I'm, yeah. I'm just. I'm that, just I mean, that is. That's that's, that's 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 worse than Cody Rhodes booking. That's the that's the worst thought I've ever heard in the history of professional wrestling. By that the way, you they would, just they just did this. By the way, with Roman and Big E, and what happened? They fought each other. <laughs> like they didn't they didn't pretend it didn't happen. Like they they crossed shows and fought each other two different times. In, in six man tags and stuff. And again, but like, the the, no. e- the easiest thing you can say is you're going to turn around and do it again next week. I guess, I guess that's fine. Like that's just what you want to be. But man, there are so many problems here. There are just so many problems. I, I <sighs> is is there a world where so, uh, there was some phrasing during the draft, and it wasn't simply that. You know, in three weeks, these will take effect. I feel like basically they kind of hinted that there could be trades before the, the all of the draft picks were made official. Is there a chance of that? I mean, there's a chance. Like, but, that- to, but to me, that's the Brock Lesnar story or whatever. Or, or I guess they've already said he can do whatever he wants. But like, yeah, he's a free agent. Yeah. Yeah. I- there's a, there's a chance. I mean, there's a chance that on Friday or Monday they say, "Oh, guess what." The interbrand, uh, yeah, whatever invitational, that right, was, is back. Right. You know what I mean? Correct. Well, it is almost. It is time for Survivor Series, so we know they're <laughs> going to be on both shows. But here's the thing: there's only one time yeah, all, all year, all year. I don't know if you've heard one. And, and, see, they they said it's only one time. They didn't specify what that time frame was. It could be the entire year. God sakes, man! This is this is just so much. Like everything about this stinks. Uh, Aaron, to your point, am I am I terrified? 
that their answer is just going to be forget about it. I really, to me, I'm terrified what their answer is. is and and by the way, somebody would say, well, at least Vol's a little bit of long term booking. That their answer is this gets us to a Bianca versus Charlotte and Becky triple threat match at WrestleMania somehow. Like that's really what this is about. Is they think that's money and that's what they want, and so. They've caused strife with both of them, how they keep um, Bianca away from... I mean, again, as we pointed out, there's not that many pay-per-views, so they can keep Bianca away from Becky for a little while. Like, that is doable, but I I, I don't love it. Does she almost have to win the Royal Rumble as a champion no, she, or something? No, make- or, or, I mean, can she just challenge... Is right. there something in we could say she could challenge both? Right. She could that's, say I don't that's, want a singles match. I win the rumble. I'm challenging you both. Right. Correct. Like I've got problems with both of you. Like they they all they do a, tell a storyline for a month about who's it going to be, and then we get to the end of whatever the pay per view is between Royal Rumble and WrestleMania, and, and at the end of the night she says, "I've made my decision. I want both of you." Right? Can they do that? Of course. Of course they can do that. There are no rules to anything. Like of course. They could do something like that, and everybody could just shrug their shoulders and say, "Well, we are they? Is she allowed to do that? I mean, this is uncharted waters." And then, like, because everybody's a boob, they just sort of all say, "What's Adam Pierce going to say?" Like, he has no actual authority. He's just going to be like, "Well, yeah, okay, I guess we're going to let her do it, right?" Like, they can absolutely do that. Of course, they can, and they would say that's a big money match, and that's awesome. It's a huge main event. All three of them in one match together, and Bianca can get her comeuppance against both of them. It's a career-making moment for Bianca. Correct. They can do all of that. And by the time we get there, would I convince myself that I actually liked it? Yeah, I probably would. I would probably convince myself that I actually liked it. But it still feels convoluted. If that's what they're doing, I will give them credit for forward thinking and advanced booking. Right? Like, if that's really what they're doing, I will be forced to say... This is way more thought than they typically put into what they do in these situations. So part of that is why I also don't count it being what they're doing right now. And I keep coming back to it. It just seems like a huge cluster F. Probably. But the most likely scenario, I guess, is that Becky just walks out as champion. Like, whatever whatever happens, Becky is the champion at the end of the night. <sighs> All right. <laughs> there is one more match on the card. Um, Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar for the Universal Championship. I think we all, I think we, I assume we all know who we're picking, but we know who's walking out with the title. Right. The 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 real question is, what is happening tomorrow in this match? Is really what we're asking. Aaron, you're first. So I'm I'm actually looking. I I don't know exactly what's going to happen tomorrow, but I have a good idea of what could happen on Friday. They and they've set it up and. I don't know that necessarily everyone's going to like this for a number of reasons, but it was. Let's pretend for a second that last Friday the contract signing, the saying I, you know, Heyman's my advocate, isn't just a I'm trying to get in Roman's head thing. Let's say they want to incorporate it into a storyline. So, you have Roman win whatever ways. You have Paul Heyman because he's smart and lawyerly and like come out on Friday and say. Basically, Brock Lesnar said I was his advocate. That gave me power to do whatever I want with Brock Lesnar, and I'm changing his contract to say he never again gets a match with Roman Reigns. Well, he signed He's... a contract without looking at it, so there's that well, too. Well, there, there's that too, but but just the idea of saying Paul Heyman is my advocate, you can you can spin away to say that actually gives him advocate rights and contract rights and everything. So you have a way of keeping 
Brock, hey, as as even a more of a sympathetic face now, and a way to uh, to have to chase Roman. The one part of my plan that doesn't work is that the most likely way to fix that is you have Brock Lesnar win the Rumble, which I'm not thrilled about, but it sets up a pretty exciting WrestleMania match, even though some people will groan at the idea of another main event Brock Roman because of the idea that all of these dynamics are in play now. The fact that you have an entire stadium cheering Brock Lesnar, I think is a really compelling story for the next five months. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know exactly what the way is that Roman shadily wins, but Roman shadily wins, and then you put that That's into, sort of what uh, we're process. asking. When I say what's happening tomorrow, I'm asking... I understand that. I understand, but, like, the, he gets tasered by the Usos. It's something along those, like, something big. We talked about this. It has to be something other than the Usos. Yeah, I think so, too. Well, I, no, but if it's the Usos do, I, or someone with something big, like a something violent and angry and stuff. Is, 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 it can't be them distracting him. No, of course not. Well, is this Can, is this when Paul Heyman brings in Ridge Holland or something? Is this when... It can't be Ridge Holland. Well, I'm, I'm, for the record, there is a third Uso brother. Well, yes, he's debuting true. at Halloween Havoc. I'm aware. I'm quite aware. They're, you know, whatever. Whoever it is, some big guy that they see something sure. in or... Like it, or, or, or Lashley, he pays off or whatever. Uh, that was my idea, too. Yeah. What, like last week? But yeah. uh, I... I that could be the case. And and I'd want to see Brock Lashley. And I think there's a lot of people that want to see that. And I think Lashley wants it. Um, but like, it has to be something like that. Do you know what I mean? Like it has to be whoever it, if you know, or now, now you do run the risk. Like we do have to remember like what this show is. Right. So this isn't like when they do TLC in like Tacoma, Washington, where you can do some real bullshitty thing that we'll all complain about, but they do for storyline reasons. They can't do something like that with this match, I don't believe, in Saudi Arabia. And what the reason I say that is because, you know, he signed the contract without looking at it. It could be like, oh, you're some, you have to be handcuffed during the match, or you have to be blindfolded during the match, or you have to be whatever, and then Roman Reigns just kills him. They can't do that. You can't do that. Arabia. I mean, you could do it where he gets handcuffed and he breaks her, and it's even more impressive. before right, if he be, breaks them or something, right? Yeah. But I'm saying the part where that you were alluding to that, like Paul Heyman can make him do things. I mean, he, they did show him sign a contract without looking at it, and Roman Reigns did call him stupid for doing it. Yep. So, like, if unless that's just a throwaway line, there could be something there, right? With no, like but to what, Aaron's point, it could be for the match, or it could be for after the match. Like, yeah, it, it, it's it's after after they escape him, Heyman goes through the contract. You know, they tell that story. This contract says this contract says that once you lost, you're an on you're, raw. You're no longer a free agent, correct? Yeah. So, I, to me, the best answer of everything is the Bobby Lashley answer. I mean, it really it 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 yeah. truly is the best answer of everything um, because it does set something up. That would make sense for Brock to be distracted. Now, how you incorporate the the contract part of it into that, um, you know, I, I I don't know. Maybe maybe you say it's actually a two on one match, and and Bobby Lash. I I don't know. I don't know exactly the way that you go about doing it. And that's the that's that the the contract part to me is the more troubling part. Like once once you put out the Lashley thing, it made all the sense in the world to me, yeah. right? Like the, that's, the only problem with the only problem with Lashley is can you do that if you just got beat by Goldberg? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly how you save him. Right, it gets his heat back. I mean, I mean, like part of it could be that um, he got beat by Goldberg. You know how they do that sometimes? Like he got beat by Goldberg, and he's like going to the back, 
Right, yeah, you, you have to and do it. that's, so like, not... when Lesnar's coming out or whatever, and he just, like, shoulders past him or whatever. Yeah. And then that could cause whatever happens later. Yeah, and I, I guess a Goldberg win isn't one of those, oh, my God, he has to sell it for two weeks things. Right, and I, and I, I, unless he kills them, though. Right, there is <laughs> that. That would cause a problem. And I also wouldn't telegraph it quite that much, Brandon. I wouldn't want to have, like, I, I'd, I'd want well, it you, to... You put the Goldberg match on first and the other match on last, and, yeah. Right, exactly. I, but I just wouldn't have him bump into Brock Lesnar. That that's, You're totally telegraphing at that, at that point. But to have him like evil to have him appear distracted afterwards. Like he was thinking about something that was more important to him than, than Goldberg was like that to me works. You can do that backstage. I just wouldn't have him bat- bump into Brock Lesnar and essentially announce that's what you're doing at that point. Um, right. The contract part. Yes. It could be as simple as um, Lashley still on raw. Correct. Am I, am I... No, Lashley's on SmackDown. I well, think. then that would no, He's work. on raw. They kept him on raw. We thought he was going to go to SmackDown, but he didn't. Just double check, make sure that we're not crazy. Lashley is on Raw, yes. So it could be, it, it, it could solve both things, Aaron, to your point. The contract could be that you're no longer a free agent, you, you're not on SmackDown anymore, you set the thing up with Bobby Lashley, and now you have a thing for him moving forward. Now, then the flip side of that would be, okay, but your next pay-per-view isn't a Raw versus SmackDown paper, or isn't a Raw versus Raw pay-per-view, and you would think the way that they've attempted to pretend that Survivor Series is a thing, but they would still want to have Brock Lesnar involved. So you would think that if they want to do Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley, that they would want to keep Brock Lesnar on SmackDown to face Bobby Lashley from Raw in a match at Survivor Series, right? Like that would be again. There's a lot and, of and to be fair, and to be fair, they have an all like they do sprinkle in single brand matches. Do they? Yeah, I mean the, the the last time we saw Survivor or you know a normal Survivor Series, the 2019 Survivor Series, uh, you know you had Brock defending the title against Rey Mysterio, you had Bray Wyatt defending. They didn't do a champion. The, the, they didn't do a champion versus champion match in 2019. They did not. They they had Brock defending against Rey, and they had uh, the Fiend defending against Daniel Bryan. Really weird, man. Really weird. All right. Well, I got. Oh, but they also incorporated NXT in that. that yeah, that, that was NXT. So. And this is this is back to just Raw versus SmackDown. So. Um, I don't know. I I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't have all the answers, but something in there where, and maybe it's not. He's got to go to Raw, but this is the last time he ever gets to face Roman Reigns or something like that. The only issue I have with your storyline to build back up to WrestleMania is. Are, if we're still working under the assumption that Roman Reigns is going to hold the title through WrestleMania, I don't know that you want to build Brock Lesnar up to just lose cleanly to Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. Like, I don't, I really don't love that. Um, I get that. And, and, and that's, that's absolutely fair. Chris. Well, and somebody might say, yeah, but somebody's got to do it, right? If Roman Reigns is keeping right. the belt, somebody's yeah, got to be built it, up. It would be, a, you know, the one. I'm not gonna say the one thing Roman Reigns, but it's just another really notch night uh, notch on Roman Reigns' belt. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. All right, we shall see. Those are our crown jewel picks. Um, let's not. I don't want to run too long on this week's show, and that we that took us way too long. This <laughs> shit for crown jewel. I guess we need to talk about the ratings crap. I don't want to because there's no correct answer to any of it. Um, it's it, it's, it's such it's such a fruitless thing to discuss. I, I it, it, the, these ratings were the perfect thing to make both sides crow. Yeah, victory. but it's really like, and I and I'm not trying to be a, take a homer side to this, but trying to crow victory on the AEW side is so slim and so marginal. 
Like, but I, WWE has done it so many times. Like this demo thing. Like if people who are saying demo. Wait, thing wait, 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 wait. Yeah, wait, you're gonna wait, tell wait, me wait, about wait. what WWE's done with the demo argument. I, I mean, look. I mean, I. I'm seeing press releases of them being like, we beat American Idol in the demo. We're the premier. That's not the same thing. Yeah, that that's not a, the same thing. That's a significant thing. Well, even link. in the WCW, WWF things, they folk, or that they, they at least brought up demo. Like, that when? was a thing. Always. I, I don't remember always. I don't remember that, but it's been a long time, so I'm not going to pretend like I would possibly remember yeah. if that's always. the case. Demo has always been a thing that's part of ratings discussions. Like, it, it has. It wasn't, but, but, but like, I feel like you had to look for that stuff. This is like Or it was throwing. the first sentence of their press releases. But that, Like, it was. But, no, but, you can't, but you can't talk about American Idol. That's not what we're talking about here. We're I'm talking, talking about when they were doing back in the the radio. How do you board. remember what the press releases were in the WWE? Yeah, what the WCW? fuck are we talking well, about? Well, the, the American Idol one actually just popped up. But that's week. a different. But, right. but I do remember the discussion being about demo back in the Monday Night Wars. I do remember that. I don't remember. There that was a discussion all. about demo. It, the ninety nine percent of the discussion was the overall number. Sure. When, was, when when this versus this. That's all I ever saw. But aside from that, we didn't have Twitter. We didn't have all this other stuff where people could like basically you know, masturbate all over the internet about how good they are and how, you know, what they're doing. And that's the part of this that's a little bit like eye roll and like, you know, it's, 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 it's a different communication system now. And so like, I feel like, you know, if you were looking into business, you know, press releases and things like that, maybe there was some of that going on, but it wasn't Vince McMahon, like, you know, putting videos on the internet bragging about his ratings. Like, I, I, there was nothing like that. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna pretend like I know anything about what they were talking about in the WWE, WCW. I mean, I, I can't. I can't possibly do that. Right. Right. The the problem being, the, to me, the issue is like trying, trying to get clout on Twitter, only comes back to. I mean, we talked about this before. There is a problem with AEW that kid. It's not a show for kids. And this thing where we can say, hey, the advertisers care more about this. I'm I'm being as honest as I possibly can about that. That was a thought process that came when TV was more definable in general. The erosion of TV as a whole, I don't know exactly how true that is anymore. And just because Dave Meltzer keeps saying it doesn't make it true. He's not telling me who the source is that still says that demo matters this much. The bigger problem is that at some point, WWE identified that as a company, they were better suited to also have a female audience and a children's audience. And so they're clearly trying to attract that audience. They're not prioritizing demo. That's abundantly clear. If anybody's trying to pretend otherwise, they're insane. So to say we won in demo, they're not trying to win the demo. It's, it's like whenever you're – and this is exactly – it's funny that you say that because my exact uh, – earlier today when I was thinking about what to say about this, my exact um, uh, metaphor or whatever you want to call it, example, was going to be like this is whenever Dottie and I are getting out of the car and she races to the, the front door and says, I won. Well, it's like, yeah, you were racing. I was not. Right, correct. That's what this is. Correct. It's exactly what this is. Well, and add into, there's also a level, and again, I'm trying to do this without sounding like a homer for WWE, because I assure you, I am happy to point out, we just spent a lot of time yeah, talking about how right. evil this pay-per-view is. Let's let's make sure that's abundantly clear. Um, th- there's the second level to this, which is we want to move the goalposts for this, but immediately then not like try to move the goalposts in a different way. So I'll give this example. Um, you will report... 
hey, yeah, but they 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 were able to get this this demo win. Sure, the SmackDown was on FS1, and they're gonna get their asses kicked again next week. But like, hey, for this one moment, and then the next day, you're gonna send out a report that says, yeah, but in comparison to the last time that Dynamite was on a Saturday night, they they were they were up from the. You're moving right. the goalposts right. the way that you want to move them. It matters for you. That or it doesn't matter that SmackDown was on FS1. It's a big deal, but it does matter that Rampage was on uh, or that uh, Dynamite was on Saturday and not on Wednesday. You're moving the goalposts the way you want them to be moved. There is no actual competition here still. It doesn't exist, not on this level. It's not a thing. You're trying to find something to cling to to get clout on Twitter. I get it. That's the way the world works in 2021. Like, I this is part my maybe my biggest problem as a professional is my unwillingness to understand and and react to that and understand the only thing that matters is do you get clout on on social media um and 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 tiktok and things like that it's it's holding me back badly from accomplishing anything because i refuse to join that world and i get it it's a problem for me because that's the way the world exists any longer but we do have to still acknowledge reality the reality is this is not a thing like we can keep doing this to, to because we we want to masturbate to it because that's who we are. But you can't pretend like it's a thing. It's not real. It's it's just wanting to masturbate for the sake of masturbating. That's it. That's all. It's you're you're not going home with the hot chick. Like you're you, that's I I can only say it in such a nice way. This isn't a real thing, no matter what. And that goes back to the initial problem, which to your point, find anything you want to find in it. None of it's real. None of this means oh, anything. Of it doesn't mean of course. a lick of and, anything. And for the people, and for the people who like really take a lot of stock in Dave Meltzer, like I just want to remind everybody, like, and, and I'm going to ask you a question, Glenn. And there's a point to this question. You know the answer. Who publishes Dave Meltzer? Yes, correct. They they send out Dave Meltzer's information all the time. They 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 put him over, and they they like he did work for them. Like I mean, but, the, but I mean, but I mean also who publishes him? What do you mean? Dave Meltzer he publishes, publishes himself. Oh, he publishes himself. Yeah, but that's there's a different. Nobody like Dave, Dave, Dave Meltzer has worked for you know like I I, I don't I'm not gonna I'm not going there I'm not um I think Dave Meltzer knows a lot of stuff I I really do I think he's very smart no I, that's not the point the I point think is he, he can shape this conversation however he wants to well, and, he, but, he's but, his own boss and, my and okay I I get what it you're trying to say it doesn't make him less credible right it just makes I get him, what you're trying to say you have to put that in perspective right. and I do you know I mean? think it's been very clear that he has had a more chummy relationship with AEW and because yes. of that it's been self-serving like he right. and there's nobody telling him not to do that is my point right? I am okay all right that's fine that's fine I'm yeah. fine I'm fine with that end of it I am I'm fine with that end of it there's no reason for him to have to go back and say well i can't do that right. um that, that he's had a chummy relationship with AEW, so he wants to to help them out because like they're more likely to to do something for him and to involve him than wwe is so i i have no problem with any of that the only issue i had with this obsession over the demo and this thing we keep pretending like the demo is this big deal when there is a clear and obvious evidence that they're not trying to compete in the demo now, I think that's fair. I can't define to what extent it matters. I can't. I'm not I don't know that. I in the the, the minimal conversations I've had with TV TV people, the suggestion is not the way that it did a decade ago, right? Like I I don't know if it still means something, but not the way that it did it a decade ago. What I know for certain is true that it ain't the priority for WWE. They do not they are not marketing for the demo. Now, should they be? 
I, I can't answer that, but it's clear. We'll, we'll find out not. in the next TV deal, should they be. I guess, like, right. I, my gut tells me that part of the reason why they got the TV deal that they did is because they reach women, too, and they reach children, too, and they reach an audience that's broader than just that demo that you're talking about. That's part of my gut, and AEW very much does not. Now, is that a problem for them? I, I don't know. I, it might very well be that, it, that they're best suited to do is just say, this is our audience. This is the audience we're going to have. This is the audience that matters to us. They are hardcore. They love us, and we want to have them, and we don't care if children ever watch our shows. We don't care if we're ever entertainment for kids or for women. This is what we want to be. This is a hardcore audience that's going to be there, so we will always be able to make money. I don't know. I don't know. I have no clue. I, I, I tell you what, that show they put out on Saturday definitely would suggest they're not trying to. Yeah, I mean, sure. Um, but, 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 I mean, when have they ever suggested they were trying to get kids? I mean, I, right. I mean or, or women. May, maybe the stuff with negative one, like that's a that's probably the only time that you could say they they did something that seems like they're they're outwardly reaching out for kids or women, but. Orange Cassidy, I, I don't think it's outwardly, but I think it's a side effect. Kids do like Orange Cassidy. Yeah, okay. I mean, sure, kids do like Orange Cassidy, but they're but they're not. Yeah, guess what? Guess who's not on TV? Right, and that's like, the thing. They're not. They're not capitalizing on that in any way. Right. 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 So, like, I don't. I don't think that they care. You know, what I mean, I think it's almost an accident. That's the case. The other issue I have, and I, I, I am not. I'm. I nothing. Tony Khan. Right. I don't like him. I don't dislike him. I. I feel nothing towards him. If I was inclined to feel one way or the other, like I do about most very wealthy people, I'd probably be inclined to dislike him, right? Like, for, for what it's worth, I appreciate that Vince McMahon uh, created a business, but on if you asked me if I personally would feel like I like Vince McMahon, no, I don't think so. He's, he's a, a very wealthy human, right? Like, those people tend to be pretty evil. There's not a lot of those people that are good guys, Caping for Tony Khan is one of the weirdest effing things I have ever seen from professional wrestling fans. Um, I, I, someone that is a, a wrestling writer was doing this on Friday night and got a lot. Of, her name is Andrea. You can probably remind me what her last name is, Aaron. I don't. Hanks. Hanks, thank you. Um, and she might be very, I don't know her. She might be very nice. I have no idea what she would, that, that she sent out a tweet that was like, Tony Khan saved professional wrestling. And it's so unbelievably over the top. And I get that she's probably still more fan than she is journalist in this case, right? Um, and I, I yeah, see I'm this. I'm not even sure if she... Yeah, I mean, yes. I, that, that wasn't a journalistic thing because I'm not totally sure she writes for anybody at the moment. I don't, so. I don't know. But I saw more of this. I saw fans caping for Tony... Caping for a, a, a man who was born on third base who brags about how much money he has. Not his father, how much money he has. And whose professional accomplishments to this point are to being the director of analytics for the Jacksonville Jaguars, <laughs> who are the worst franchise in all of football. That's the guy you're going to choose to cape for? And again, to say, I like AEW, I'm appreciative that this exists, like that's a completely, I have no problem, but caping for Tony Khan? I'll never understand that. That is, I, that's nuts to me. And again, I don't really understand caping for Vince McMahon. That's, by the way, I got that from a couple, yeah, well, the other guy's a billionaire too. I'm not telling you that you should be caping for Vince McMahon. And if you wanted to make an argument, there's a character there that people, you know what I mean? Like, 
Like, I feel like when people... No, here's, here's, here's the argument. The argument is that because this is a guy who grew up tape trading and doing this and, and actually got into message board fights with these people, like you know, he's one, that he's one of that, us kind of thing. Yeah. Like he is, if I had money, I would be Tony Khan. Like that is the only explanation. I don't think it's a good explanation, but it's the only explanation is if I had money, I would be Tony Khan. He would be me. Um, it's interesting, right? Like it's an interesting thing. I would, I mean, I, I taping for people in general is stupid. So I'm I, not, I'm well, not I agree. I I completely agree. With you. Going to say I, I I'm think going that's to the kind of. I think that's fair, Aaron. I think that's. Yeah. I think. Well, I mean, like, not to go too far down this road, but I mean, like, we always say this in the realm of politics, right? Like, how are you relating to some billionaire asshole or billionaire right. asshole or whatever? Right. And it is that they were like wish they were them or whatever. Yeah, so like, maybe. In some, I don't know if that's always the case. They wish they were them. Not I mean, always. There always is an absolute. I do think I, that I'm there are saying, genuinely people that believe that that these people are going to help them. Like, I, I, I think you're being dismissive about that. I think there are right, a lot but, but, of people. But, but I, and, I, I think no, 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 no. I'm saying it's a part of it. I'm not saying. Oh, but I think it's a significant part of it. Like, I, I think that there's a genuine. I think this person is going to help me. You don't think the Donald Trump part was like I wish I could be like that? I think I hundred. I think, think for a small amount of people it was, but I talked to like I, I think a lot of people. I'll make a very. Uh, I'll give an example. This was presented to me by someone um, who who is not wealthy, wealthy, but wealthy enough that they're preparing their inheritance, right? Like that they're that they're talking about. Because I, I wanted to know. I just wanted to know. Like because I knew they were a big Trump supporter, and I said, um, "Why? Like why? What is it?" And they said, because his plan allows me to uh, uh, keep 80, 80% of the money that I'm going to pass down without being taxed. And the other side has a plan that will only let me keep 50. And I don't, you know, I'm not, I don't respect it, right? Like it's not, you know, it's, but I get it. I get it. I understand that. And I think there's a lot more of those people that only care about themselves. It's not a concern for them whether or not people have, like, like gay people have equal rights because they're not gay. And it's, it's effed sure. up. When, when you have 20, what is, what was it? 52 million people or whatever that voted. For, I mean, there's going to be, I think it's an overwhelming thing. Different. The, the, I do yeah. think it's very we gotta, different. We gotta, be, we gotta be careful. Here. We're not comparing Tony Khan to Donald. No. Trump. Oh my God. No, 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 no. It's, it's, yeah. it's the, it's the, I don't yeah. want to use the word worshiping, no. but the the, but the stand I, like the stand okay. culture I, I, I do is. I think that in this case, it's the Tony Khan is me if I was stupid rich. It's an interesting thought, but I can't believe it's not immediately weighed. I can't believe you can listen to him talk about how rich he is, and 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 not say, dude, that's. I don't want to hear that. Like I can't believe that. I can't believe that you would defend that. Um, like that's nonsense anybody doing that, I'm going to hate you. And maybe this is the way that Barstool Sports has affected the world. Like, maybe this is, like, that, the, I, the, the Dave guy, like, I think he's that type of guy. I don't, I don't follow, he's not my world. But, like, I've, I've sensed that's his deal. And so, like, maybe that's just the way it goes now. Like, we, we want you to be an a-hole. Like, we, the more you're an a-hole, the more we like, I don't know, man. I'll just never understand that. Caping for wrestlers, I get. I actually get it. They're the performers, <laughs> Like I, I, Brandon capes for the Foo Fighters. I, yep. I like I understand caping for somebody that you like watching perform or you're you're a fan of. I get that, but caping for a, a you know a, a someone who has accomplished nothing and is wealthy because of their father. Uh, it, it's the first reason why I would be inclined to not like the person. 
Um, I, I'm I'm befuddled by that, man. I'm just I I can't I can't get over that. I can't get over that. That's just okay for 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 him to brag about how rich he is, and for people to just be like, yeah, you know, he's our guy. Yeah, he's one of us. Like the the f is where does in, that come from? In fact, from? to double down and say he's so rich he could buy every wrestler I want. Right. Every person that WWE releases, Tony Khan buy him right now. Right. And I have no idea. I couldn't tell you. I mean, I don't know what the financials are of AEW. I have no clue if this is a success or not. And that somebody could argue that. Well, like he has a success at AEW. Well, I mean, be- because you like that he's buying up all these wrestlers. I get that, but. I don't know if it's actually successful. I have no clue. I haven't looked at their financials to have any idea if they're actually. And I would, my gut would tell me at this point they're not. Now, if he's in it for the long haul, then he probably doesn't mind. He has that much money that he can continue to lose for a little while. I mean, how long did Jeff Bezos lose money on Amazon just to bleed everybody out? Right, like that, that, that's the that people that have that much money think in a different way about how the way they go about doing this. So my gut would tell me they're probably not financially successful, but I, I don't know that either. Right, like I, I can't say that definitively. It's just a weird bit, man. It's such a weird bit, and that really caught me off guard last week. I'm like, what? And also, can, can, like, do you want to try to explain to me why people are talking about the Brian match as being some? It was a house match, like. But it was it, a very good house. I really it was, enjoyed that. It match. was. It was fine. I can't. Do, I think that I there really are a lot of people who it. wanted it to be something. Which which match are we talking about? The the, the, the Suzuki, Suzuki match. the Suzuki Brian match, which. I, I really enjoyed it. So I mean, as, you know, when, was, and when I'm what talking it, about things, it's like, do I do I enjoy it? It was good, but that's about the extent that I can give it. It no, was no, Aaron. I think the problem is that like people say this is the best wrestling match that's been on TV in however long or whatever, and that's what forces us to have to take a step back from something that we fucking like. Like, like I'm not. Like it's, I don't. I didn't I think mean, it everybody's was. Everybody's hyper. You know, hyper. Like that. When, when I see those sort of things, it's like okay. Like yeah, it's dumb, it's hyperbolic, but that part. But I think it's okay to say. The taping does bother me a bit, but like saying something's the greatest ever. Well, that's what the world we live in. Everything's the greatest ever. That Monday night football game on Monday was the greatest Monday night football game of all time. I've talked before about like everything's either the goat or it's trash, and I stole that from. I'll openly admit that I stole that from Chad Duke, so I don't agree with everything he said, but that's a good one. Um, like the the way that we exist now is everything's either trash or it's the goat. Like that's just the way that we go, and I and I get that to some extent, but. I thought this was sixty forty. Like, I mean, I, it, to me, it was a six out of ten. It was, it was, it was good. It was. Uh, I, I thought it was better than that. Yeah, I, 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 I really. Did. I did not see that at all. Now, part of that again is that I'm not inclined to care about Suzuki, right? So, like, I'm not judging it on I want this match to happen. I don't have that inclination. I don't. So, just based on the match that was presented, without any, you know, I, I of course, obviously, I care deeply about Daniel Bryan. Um, but I don't know, it was it was fine. It, it was, was good. Yeah, it was, it was good. I mean, it's, I thought it was it, very good. Yeah, it it gets different, and this is and this is maybe the biggest divide between me and the typical AEW fan is like at a certain point, wrestling for wrestling's sake does not do it for me. Um, it does for a while, but if all you're presenting to me is wrestling for wrestling's sake, eventually I'm bored. Like that doesn't. That's not why I fell in love with wrestling. And by the way. I'm pretty sure that's not why anyone else fell in love with wrestling either. And they can lie and say that. But, like, go back to all the matches that happened when we all fell in love with wrestling. And none of them are all that good. Um, uh, you know, not, not there were good matches. But, like, the overall majority of it was garbage. You know what I mean? It was the the wrestling part. The, the characters sure. yeah. are what yeah. we fell in love with. And, like, I think that this is the lie that some of us have started to tell ourselves. Is like, oh, I like, you know... I don't know. It's like 
It's just like, I don't know that it's a lie, though. It, 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 it's a little say, bit of a lie. No, no, no. I don't Some know that it is. I believe that you believe. I think the people, like, you got to look at the audience here. The people who, yeah, largely, who are the ones caping, the, the loudest ones about AEW, are the ones who have truly fallen in love with PWG and GCW, who do have storylines, but also just incorporated sometimes matches for the sake of matches. It is a it is a group of people who did who do love indie shows, who do love all of these things. Where yes, there are storylines. Look at GCW right now. The Matt Cardona story is brilliant right now, but there's also a lot of that card that is just we want to see good matches there, and so they right now are seeing AEW as just that. It's There are storylines, but there are sometimes matches for the sake of matches, and but that's what they like. And I'm not going to say they're wrong about that, and I'm not going to say they're lying to anybody that that's what, you know, maybe, maybe they're lying to say like that's what they got into for, but their likes right now are just that. I think, they're, I think they're, they're going a step further than that. I think Listen, they're... I, I'm generalizing a lot, but I want to compare it to music for a minute. Like, the reason that we all fall in love with music is because of the songs, right? And because there's there's songs that mean something to us or like touch us in some way. But then along the lines, some people have figured out that music makes them cool, right? And so there's a lot of things they do to identify themselves a certain way with music that they don't really like or really listen to or really it isn't a part of them as much as they will project it is. I think there is an element of this to the AEW fan. Like, well, we've talked about the gatekeeping thing for a long time. I mean, there's definitely right, right. A, a significant amount of gatekeeping involved. But now, wait, but aren't you gatekeeping by saying wrestling, like, you know, loving wrestling for wrestling first and not storylines is a bit of gatekeeping? No, oh. we're not gatekeeping. We're pointing out the hypocrisy in yeah, others. That's the like, exact I'm not saying you can't But, but is it, if they're saying I'm that saying our favorite companies are PWG, GCW, and AEW, I mean, which yeah, are all the same first, thing, how is that hypocrisy? Or those things. What came first? How did they find out what wrestling is? But hold on, just so okay, you I mean that's like saying because you love mainstream music and that's what got you to fall in love with music. You can't like indie stuff now because that's no, not what it's made you fall. No, saying that all of a sudden I decide all that other stuff is trash and I pretend like no one's allowed oh, okay. to like it. Uh, and that's but first of all, when we fell in love with stuff, we were largely kids. Like tastes change. Tastes do change. I don't disagree taste, with that. But I'm going to I want to I want to try to make change. a comparison. Aaron, what was we we were at obviously NXT the, the takeover the night before WrestleMania in New York, right? Or two nights before WrestleMania in yeah. New York. And would you think that was probably about the same type of crowd that would be at an AEW show these days? Approximately. Yeah, I think it's roughly about the same. Maybe a little bit, you know, maybe a little bit different. Maybe but, there's well, a few there, more. Yes, yes, sure. But absolutely. it's largely the same thing. What was the match that got the least reaction that night? Probably the women's match. Honestly, no, no, it wasn't. You know damn well what it was. It no, was, I, 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 it was I, the, I remember the three really good it matches. Was, it was one the, of which was an exhibition. It match was, it was the UK Championship match because it was a brutal match. It didn't show in the crowd the same way. Okay, it was a match okay, about. Okay, yes. It was a match but about I, I brutality. Will say that the the Riddle Velveteen Dream match, which got a great reaction, was largely an exhibition match. Well, it might be the case. Like they had not had a big build-up. But, but this is different. But I'm having a different conversation. Title, but it was an exhibition. I'm having a different conversation. The crowd wasn't into it, and the what what was it about the Suzuki Daniel Bryan match that would make it such a great match? Explain to me because the only thing I tell you but, is but, but, it way, was. By the way, that 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 uh, Walter P. Dunn match online 
everyone loved it. Right, but it was like the, cr- the they, crowd they gave no reaction to it. Everyone online loved that. The crowd gave no reaction to it whatsoever. We, we were there. We, we, we know. No, no, we no, can't no, rewrite history. That, wanna, the crowd was not in... People online largely a- Aaron. But, but, but listen, but, but Aaron, can't, couldn't this make my point for me? We were there to hear nobody say that. Right. All the people online saying this shit could have been the ones in the crowd not reacting. And that's my whole fucking point. Is like... What someone says and what they actually like cannot – it's possible for that not to be in I, line. I understand, but I also see They're the projecting. Now that they saw, they saw someone else that they respect or that they want to be aligned with say something's good, they're going to say it's good too. And that's my whole point. Like this, it's the music thing that I'm talking about. It's like I, I this cool that. guy I, I, who I, I want to be aligned in line with, who I am a disciple of, Dave Meltzer gave it a four. So now I have to say this was the, my favorite match of the night or whatever. But, I just I just disagree because I you know this isn't like um, these guys are coming out of the well so for some yes for some it's absolutely but overwhelmingly the loudest people are the people who I was saying who I've been seeing forever saying GCW is the greatest or PWG is always, the greatest but, but no but my and I'm not talking like everyone I'm saying like there's always going to be I'm sure the there's real, always going to be some there's, there's some no, people no, no, who no, like no. WWE I think, and they don't know why they like I think WWE. it's almost more than some I think the some are the people who truly are true to it I think the posers are the many and I think that that is in everything. Like sure, and, and but then then we have to say that it's the same with WWE. It's the same with everything. Like posers are posers. Yeah, but I I, 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 I but WWE's not quote unquote cool, so nobody's trying to pretend. Well, to right, know well I think we're I think we're both sizing that a little bit too much. I don't think it's beyond the pale to suggest that there are more of them in this way. I think yeah. we're going out of our way to pretend like it isn't the case. Now, there will always be a different type. There'll be people that don't actually like professional wrestling that like when people care about WrestleMania, they're like, "Oh, I love wrestling," right? Like yeah, Exactly. The, the, yeah. I'm not saying those the people Super Bowl don't. People, right, same thing. Right. That there are people that exist that way. I'm not suggesting they don't. But the people that like th- this to me is the 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 microcosm of this. This match reminded me so much of Walter and Pete Dunne. And I thought to myself, that was a good match. I, I you know, I I like that match enough. I mean, like it was it was good. But because we so badly want it to be that these are the people that made Minoru Suzuki and Daniel Bryan happen, and so we've just decided that we're gonna cape for them and stand for them in the whole thing, we say it's the greatest match we've ever seen. Well what? Like what And if we want to add to it, the John we could just talk about the John Moxley match that was not good at all, and everyone said it was good. I mean, I mean I'd at actually, least the I Daniel Bryan match was good. Many people see yeah, I didn't. I didn't really. I didn't really see a lot of that either, for what it's worth. I, I didn't. I didn't see much of that. But I'm not. You know, maybe they did. I just didn't see nearly as much of that. I saw a lot about it with Suzuki yeah, the, the, Danielson. The, the, the Danielson. And and that and that came off to me as well. That might have been more just like it happened. Like they were just excited. Right, that because happened. we decided we wanted this. We have to say it was the greatest thing ever, even even if it really wasn't. I mean, I, I to, to me, it's the say. You know, it's. I, I think it's more of the grace thing, just like the people who, because I, you know, I, I've been going back and forth on message board with people, and I actually, I I straight up asked, like, why do you love this so much? And, you know, well, you had a back and forth about pay-per-views, it's like, you know, uh, uh, all, all that was the greatest pay-per-view in years. I'm just like, was it? No, it's just the no, greatest thing. To me. I think yeah. it's more the greatest thing ever than the, the, you know. Maybe. I thought it was a very good match. Honestly, I thought it was a very good match, so I'm not the one to... To say I, I thought I it was a good were... match. I thought it was fine. I mean, based on the fact that Minoru Suzuki is 53, I think it was everything you could possibly ask for it. But I think that you have to understand the fact that there's only so much that you can ask for a match like that. And it was always going to be about brutality, and that's fine. But like the, us pretending like we've always liked that type of match, it ain't true. 
Like it's 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 not. Um, I, it, I, it, it was weird to me. It was weird to me. All right, uh, what do we want to plug? Um, Aaron, we'll start with. I, you. Oh, we're done. We're, we're not going to talk uh, Halloween Havoc or NXT at all. I mean, we can. I mean, we we got to do it. Well, quickly. Wait, I just I just we got to do it headline. super quickly. I just saw a headline about somebody that we care about. What? Just say it. Just quickly. Uh. Top Dollar reveals who would win a rap battle between him and person to be not named out of respect to him. <laughs> Depends on if you like filet mignon or fish filet. It's pretty great. That's pretty great. Oh, it's really <laughs> Of course great. he loves McDonald's, so I don't know which side is which there. Man, but I don't think he's ever gotten the fish filet. <laughs> I don't think that's the <laughs> Fair. That, okay, that's, that's a good point. Right, what do you want to say about Halloween Havoc? Uh, oh, I, I, I didn't know if we were going to talk about it at all. Um, I mean, I, I don't. I, I don't think we, need to do. we 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 always say make matches matter, even if it's in the slightest way, and they they push that. Oh yeah, this you time. Got, you were, make you a were. match matter for spinning a wheel. Yeah, I mean, yes, it was of course silly. Of course, it was quite silly. I'm, I can't, I can't argue about that. I don't know. I'm in a really weird place with NXT man. We're like, I'm watching, and I don't think it's bad. I don't. I don't think it's bad at all. I'm just not. I haven't been captivated by it yet. And I can't, I think part of the problem is you're just you're introducing so many people at once. I'm not sure yet who I'm supposed to be captivated by. And I'm not sure what to make of the people that I liked in the past still being around. If they're really, they, like if Johnny Gargano is really going to be there and a, a part of this for a long time as a face, I love it. First of all, give him his music back. No offense. Give him his music yes. back if he's going to be face music. Johnny Gargano. Um, yep. I love the fact that everybody's singing along with Champ's music because I think it's been one of the most criminally underrated songs I, oh, I I will go to the, the best NXT song. I'm I'm gonna go to the grave with this. I I think it's a top three professional wrestling song ever. It is perfect. It it's is wonderful. I don't know if I can go that far on principle, I mean, but it's wonderful. I'd have to really think about it, right? Like, because then you some that like obviously glorious kind of faded out. So like you do have to consider it, but you know it kind of went away after a little while. Um, I don't know, man. Like, I got to really think about it. But I, I love the fact that they were all chanting along with it. Like, that's been something that I've been waiting for for a long time because it's that perfect. I, uh, I went to a house show in Pittsburgh, and everyone did that, yeah, too. Yeah, I mean, it's such yeah. a – it's, such it, a, it's, a, it's a wonderful thing. Correct. I do – by the way, the, we talked about Tony D'Angelo a few weeks ago, but and, and it kind of dawned on me why he, he's so over – it's that he's committing 100%. It doesn't matter what you do. If you commit okay. 100% to something. Okay. I'll listen like, to that. It, yeah. it, it, it dawned on me during that interview. It was just like, this is so ridiculous. This is so, like, this shouldn't work right now. But anybody who gives 100% to a gimmick, it, you know, it's why Pirate Paul Birchall got over. Yeah. Because he was committing so strongly. Right. Yeah. If you're, really, if you're really into it, we'll. But, I, but I, they didn't know that. When the first week he came out, yeah, they I, still... I don't understand the unless they just love the vignettes that much. They saw it in the vignettes. They saw it before I did, maybe. I, I don't know, man. That was that was very weird to me. Um, I mean, they're obviously pushing the boundaries. Like Duke Hudson's a poker player now. Like they are, they are. It's 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 not. <laughs> that was ju- funny to me because when I when I was a kid, I did the the e fetting thing, and I definitely made a poker playing wrestler. Oh, did you? Just, uh, yeah, I mean, That's listen, really I'll say this: it makes him a thousand times more interesting than he was. I, mean, I guess right, but like I, I I don't know how. I think the problem I'm going to end up having is you're trying to serve so many things with introducing, and this really has been the problem for me. You are introduce. It's not just that you're introducing all these new people, but you're forcing them to be characters. Yeah, and so there's, a, there's a way too many. It's right. it is it is sensory overload for me to remember. Do I like Lash Legend? Do I not like Lash? Like I, I right. don't remember. Like I genuinely don't remember. And none of it inherently to me is bad. 
necessarily. I'm sure there's a couple things of you reminded me like, oh yeah, that wasn't great. Um, but like as a whole, I don't think it's necessarily bad. It's just so much all at once. Like it's just, it, I'm, I'm, it's, it's my, my head spinning. And on top of that, I, you know, I can't, I have to watch these things distracted on to boot. So like, oh man, it's just so much going on. It, it, it's it's what I said a few weeks ago. Like this is going to be six months of awkwardness. When we get out of that six months, it might come out to be amazing, but it's going to be six yeah, months of awkwardness. Yeah, yeah no doubt. I, I have one other last question about NXT. Um, does Braun Breaker have a mom? <laughs> because he is pure fucking Steiner. Yeah. Like, I mean, you're not wrong. Oh, yeah. You're not wrong. That dude looks like. Rick is his dad and Scott is his no other doubt. dad. No doubt. I mean, like, no doubt, man. The voice, the like, he looks, inc- it's incredible every week. I look at that guy and I'm like, does his mom contribute to his makeup at all? Because that dude is just another Steiner. No question. No question. Since, since we're not going to have a show, what, what do we think happens there? Uh, I told you before, I told you last week, I think he's going to win it, but I don't think it's going to be next week. I, okay. I I think, yeah, I think Champa retains. Uh, I yeah, think, and, and and I'm kind of I'm leaning towards the it's going to be a pure rookie mistake. Like right, he's kind right. of dominating. Exactly right. And I think this is exactly. And I but By I the way, if this is wins. where they insert Chucky, I'm not going to watch NXT for a month. <laughs> I, like, I'd be surprised by that, but yeah, I mean. Well, I, I like like I said over our text chain, like <laughs> if you're going to bring in a person responsible for one of the worst segments in wrestling history, at least lean into it to let us have a laugh. Like I, it doesn't have to be during the match, just but do just something like, with Cameron Grimes and Dexter Loomis in, or whatever. In, and, in the ba- in the backstage, have Chucky there somehow because you know it's Chucky, and and just have him walk by, even if it's just sharing a glance. I I, I, I need that in my life. I don't disagree with that. I really don't. I don't disagree with that. All right, can we do plugs? Aaron? Sure, uh, com. Check out the nightcap, uh, 7 to 10 Pacific, 10 to 1 a.m. You can see have VEASAN on the iHeartMedia app. You can have it if you have Comcast Xfinity on the apps there. You can find us all over the country, YouTube TV, Sling TV, Fubo TV as well. And, of course, check me out on Twitter at DAOster. And Brandon? We just announced our New Year's Eve show, which is with Gogol Berdello. Um, it is, uh, we're going to have a balloon drop and a, uh, champagne toast at midnight. So that'll be super fun. That show goes on sale on Friday at 10 and a lot of more announcements to come. Ramsheadlive.com at Ramsheadlive on Twitter at Ramsheadlive on Instagram. And as always, I am at Brandon Linton on Twitter. Glenn Clark radio, glennclarkradio.com is my website. For uh, Aaron, for Brandon, and for the main event. Vent. Vent, 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 AJ Francis. I'm Glenn Clark. This is Ben jobbing out. Jobbing out. See you at Jimmy's. I was going to say fuck sneakers.